Welcome to Barrel Podcast. Here we are in the Barrel Podcast studios. It is Saturday, I think it's Saturday, Saturday the 7th of December 2019. We're coming up to the end of the year. Absolute pleasure to be here. My name is Namu and we are here in the studios. Who else is with us? We've got T-Bone. G'day T-Bone. G'day Namu. How are you mate? Great who, to be who back. Who I'm, I'm Namu. I just said that. Uh, no, I'm good. How are you mate? Excellent mate. Excellent. That's good. We've got a very special guest in the studio today. His name is Adam Kennedy. We all know him by the name Adzi. Welcome, mate. G'day, mate. Thanks for having me in here. I'm stoked to be in here with you boys, T-Bone and DJ Man- Namu, as he was known <laughs> for many years on the party scene. On the party scene, mate. Long, long time ago. We've Glory all, days. We've all got little kids these days, so I we know. don't, don't do too much of that. Different type of party scene now. Now we just party in your office, making podcasts, having a couple of beers. Couple of uh, couple of quiet ones. I must say that today's podcast and hopefully moving forward is going to be brought to you by a couple of local legends. Uh, Dunsborough Sellers is our sponsor for today. Jeff oh, Davies and the crew down there, Brady, Brady Nicholson, Jeff Davies, uh, Dunsborough Sellers. Can't say enough good things about those guys. A lot of good craft beer, and I'm hooked on that. So many good days. craft beers. I tell you yeah. what, um, Jeff is a legend bloke too. And coming into Hawaii, we are celebrating the juice in hawaii with the juice we have got raw life juice on board as a sponsor for this one chris and kylie thanks for being involved we absolutely love having a little bit of juice from you guys <laughs> is that rocky ridge juice <laughs> different type of juice but different yeah juice. we got the juice with the juice with okay. thanks to chris for that idea he's a absolute legend of a bloke and uh yeah good to have him on board righto Let's let's jump straight into things. Barrel Surf Podcast. It's Hawaii. It's a good time of year. T-Bone, what's happening, mate? You've been surfing? Been catching a, f- a few little waves now, mate. Yeah, it's been pretty small swell, but we've been getting wet, haven't we, mate? Yeah, well, we had a little splash yesterday at an unnamed local reef a little way down the coast, and um, I must say it was, you know, pretty bloody good fun. I still haven't picked up my new little board. The other day, I think I handled about 150 boards um, helping... Toddy move into the new board store and he tells me that the LSD chlorine model is the one to go for. So I've got to grab a demo to go give it a run. Chlorine or chlorine? Chlorine, chlorine. Chlorine. Is that the old wave pool influence is coming into the shapers there by the sounds <laughs> of things? Chlorine boards. Chlorine boards. Well, I mean, I did speak to, um, who did I speak to? I spoke, spoke to a shaper recently. He was saying that, oh no, it was um, Corey, I think it's Corey Russell from Victoria. And I asked him if uh, he's making boards specifically for the pool. Sounds like he is. buoyancy? Yeah, I don't know. A bit more foam, a bit more, I don't know, a bit more width. Who knows? But um, yeah, it seems like it's something that's happening. What about you, Adzi, being in the water? Mate, uh, I was in the single fin, which you obviously uh, came down and talked to us all. That was pretty good fun. What a great day that was. That was a good day, big night. Um, and then I had the old skin cancer chopped out of the back, so everybody in Australia, surfers, stay on top of your skin cancer checks because, uh, yeah, they're around. So that put me out for a couple of weeks. But then I got a nice little surf yesterday at a lovely little beachy just up the coast. Lovely little beachy. I did. Yeah. I actually think I heard about this particular sandbank on the coast yeah, yesterday. Been, been yeah, quite fun. fun for a few of the crew. Yeah, good little sneaky one before work. It was full Beautiful. of flies, mate. Flies were thick <laughs> up there. Oh, it was chronic. heavy. Are you kidding me? It was <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, I, mate. They're I've so gnarly like up there. But uh, good surf. And then, yeah, went and sweated away at work for the rest sweated of the day away. with salt on the skin. Yeah, I must admit, I, I went and sweated away in my office for a little bit as well. It's been hot over here, man. Hot, Jeez, hot, hot. Like 38 every day for like four days or something. 
which in the southwest is pretty um it's pretty full on because you, you're not used to those, those sort of no. hot days but you know you take it we do whinge in winter about it being cold and wet so you know taken on board i guess t-bones used to the hot stuff ain't you mate I working am, up mate. north yeah mate yeah i'm used to it hard as nails aren't you i don't, I don't <laughs> it's from rockingham con- as yeah, well they I make love, them tough there i love flies <laughs> Bit of nutrition. i seen i got the bombora board riders uh t-shirt on that's our rockingham board well, pretty much a rockingham board riders now torrent's got a nice little number with what is that like a little peacock or something mate yeah it's a little peacock mate it's a beautiful, yeah. I actually beautiful surfed t-shirt. in one heat at the Bombora surf, surf Riders. Yeah, it came last, so I never... <laughs> that was the start and the finish of my competitive career. Mate, you'd be lauding it now. You'd be winning every comp. Maybe in the under two. <laughs> <laughs> under two. All right, so Adzi, thanks for coming down today, mate, and uh, joining us on Barrel Surf Podcast. I must, I must actually hashtag another fucking surf podcast, which is what I'm referring to. Barrel Surf Podcasters Sweet. from now on. Yeah, um, that's that's thanks to Jimmy on Lipt. He said another fucking surf podcast is leading the uh, fantasy. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I, I was listening to that episode. I like Lipt. They do, yeah, they're insightful. I like those guys' podcasts. That's no, just and, about uh, my favourite one. Really got a smile on my face when I heard that you were dominating their fantasy <laughs> league. And uh, yeah, I don't know how they feel about it. He seems okay with it, but it's got to be a little bit of something going on. Like, geez, this guy's stitching me up here. I'd say they're conflicted. And around a bit there, um, Adzi. So tell me about yourself, mate. We well, I mean, T Bone and I both, both both know you quite well. You've got as well, you're a plumber. You've got our big muscles. Yeah. When did you first get down to the southwest, mate? Because I, I don't, you're not from here originally. Are you? No, no, we're all from Perth or all Rockingham, obviously originally. Uh, yeah, just uh, I met a mate um, in school up there. Uh, his name was Gibbo Hamish Gibson. Hamish Gibson. Yeah, he's a Margie's stalwart, a Mexican. And uh, his old man, Billy Gibson, is an absolute legend of the area. I know the name Billy Gibson. Yeah, he's a champion. And um, yeah, so I was about I was about 13, I think, and I came down on school holidays with him and <clears throat> they took me, <clears throat> excuse me, for my first surf down here. So that's sort of where it began. And then another schoolmate um, had moved to Perth and was boarding there and uh, he lived in Yelling Up, Big Mono, the late Big Mono. Mono. Yeah, Fuck. rest in peace, you remember Mono? Yeah, I remember Mono, rest from in the, peace from indeed. From those glory days we were referring to earlier. What a legend. Yeah, so um, he lived over the back of Smith's Beach, back and on in the National Park. Nice. And I um, finished school and got my licence and moved into an old chook pen on his property. Chook pen? Yeah, it's a row of chook pens that had a toilet stuck on the end and... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I lived in a chook pen, uh, which backed onto a national park, which you could walk down to Super Tubes and Smith's Beach. And Serious. I lived there in my Sandman panel van and I bought a video camera and I was attempting to make surf movies. Now, I think this is when I first came across you back in the day. Um, lubrication, uh, mate, they were huge in the southwest. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how far, how far you went with those, but <clears throat> I remember everybody was just absolutely frothing on them. How many of those did you make? I ended up making four movies. Four? Yeah, the first one was called Gonads. Gonads, okay. Yeah, um, because a couple of my mates used to call me Gonads just <laughs> <laughs> from, because my name was Ads. And, uh, and then Go. we got onto the lubrication and we made three lube movies, lube one, two, and three. Yeah. And yeah, they were just... Mate, when I used to buy surf movies, I just remember looking on the back. I'd flip them over yep. in the VHS days when you're a grommet, forking out your hard-earned cash. You earn at Macca's or delivering pizzas or whatever it was. And uh, not pizzas, papers. Didn't have a car then. 
And you'd flip it over and you'd be like, oh, yeah, 42 minutes, 51 minutes. Oh, mate, 64 minutes. Bang, that gets my money. <laughs> so the first video I made was VHS and they only came out in a 60-minute platform. Yep. So I filled up the 60 minutes. Then Lube 1 came out and it was on the DVD crossover. Oh, so right. then I was like, mate, two hours. And I'm two like, I'm just putting it in there. I'll, just, I'll make the main movie. And then all my other stuff that didn't quite make the cut, I'm like, mate, just chuck it in. Like it's still good stuff, you know. So, yeah, they were pretty long um, and they didn't have any storyline. They were just, just surfing porn. Crew, wasn't yeah, it? it was yeah. just lots of barrels. I yeah. wasn't big on onshore stuff and airs. It was just like lots of big barrels and a few burnouts in cars and stupid shit in between. <laughs> and then, yeah, so it was uh, a pretty straightforward platform, but uh, they were well-received in the Southwest. And, right, legendary. Absolutely yeah, legendary. didn't make any money out of them, but I had a bloody good few years just cruising around. I used to work down at caves over the bar selling beers just for a bit of pocket Did money. You? Yeah. Oh, mate, I would have served you thousands of beers. Well, down I worked there. at caves as well. Yeah, you were, we were working there together, probably. probably. <laughs> Drinking drink so much. You, you were yeah. too drunk. Me, oh, oh, mate. And everything else. But um, yeah, so I was just doing that like 20 hours a week and then just making movies all day long and yeah. going up north and Sick. yeah, living in the Sandman panel van and in chook sheds and Is that making one movies. You still got? Yeah, it's the one I've got covered in dust with at the moment because I'm restoring it as we speak. Mate, yeah, that's so awesome. I'll be, yeah. And um, obviously, you know, you didn't make any money, but I bet you no. made some, met some fucking awesome people. Yeah, met some awesome people, saw some incredible surfing, obviously did lots of surfing myself. I actually blew my knee out right when I moved down and bought my camera. Yeah, so okay. that just, mate, just I just got a whole lot more footage because I wasn't surfing at all. And I was just filming, yeah. so it sort of was a bit of a blessing in that way. And um, yeah, mate, what I'm really stoked about is that I just actually did it in a time where it was a bit harder to do. Yeah. And I look back at it now and go, well, over that period of six years, I just captured a chunk of surfing history, uh, even though it wasn't any style of documentary. It was just a chunk of who was ripping the big barrels mm. for those six or seven years in yep. the early 2000s. And it's there. It's on. It's there forever. So yeah, awesome. That's um. That's what I stoked about. Yeah, good and stuff. Because man. it wasn't very high fire or high tech surfing, mate. It, it'll stand up. Stand the test of time for, to anyone because yep. it's just big, deep tubes and big they're wraps, always going to carbs. Yeah, turns. people are always going to want to watch that. Never grows old, does it, mate? Big nah. deep tubes. Exactly, <laughs> mate. It's just like, it's like T Bone does every second day. <laughs> big deep tubes. Mate, even when, even when it's onshore, he's getting the big deep tubes. <laughs> T Bone. Yeah. So uh, no, yeah, it was bloody good fun. Yeah, nice one. Um, and I, I, I know that you've you've dipped your toes. Well, not even dipped your toes. You're you're a full fucking hell man. You love the big stuff, don't you? I'm a medium wave surfer. Medium I've come to the, con <laughs> the the conclusion because big wave surfing is just so Hard. big these days. Yeah. No, it's bloody the sizes oh, are so the popularity. huge. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no, the actual size. size. Both everything. But, yeah, everything. But there big wave surfing to me is like. 30 foot and there's guys riding 60 footers and yeah, it's like shit that. i'm not doing that but i just i like my i like my eight foot stuff yeah okay. eight to ten six to ten six to ten yeah it's what you want yeah, yeah. okay well yeah. but i'm an, i'm yeah that's, i'm just you know i'm no help man six to ten down here is you know i don't know 10 to nice. 12 in in new south wales or queensland <laughs> um tyron what was the last sort of big wave surfing you've done i you, know oh, you've done a little bit oh. Jeez, um, hmm, probably, I'd probably say a location down here, probably over winter, 
Um, Meal that point. Sort of a, <laughs> don't don't, don't for a beach on your foil. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a wave that uh, as he knows and loves as well, and we surf there together probably during the winter. But Mate, yeah, I'll, I've I'll had a couple. Of, you can tell us. I've had a couple of sessions yeah. there that have been. It's just the drop. I find the drop is the most amazing part of that wave. It's it's sometimes you're just taking off and it's just bottom. You just drop and you just seems like you're dropping forever. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it that session that you and me snuck off to after that's, my kid's birthday? That's one session. Yeah, okay. yeah. I had an earlier session before this year. It was probably stands out as being my best bigger wave session. It was probably six eight foot. If, yeah. if you classify that as a medium size yeah. big we're, day, we're medium size legends. We're medium size. I classify it big these days. <laughs> Um, well, that's so, the that I went to that spot with uh, T-Bone. He, have you ever ridden a single fin before? No, mate, Not I haven't. In his no. life, mate. And I couldn't believe it. And I love my <laughs> single fins. I'm more of a single fin surfer. And uh, I said, mate, grab this 6'8", Oggy from Yahoo. Absolute weapon. And, mate, he stroked out there. Mate, what are you, 45? Uh, a bit, bit higher, mate. Same right. age as the goat. <laughs> <laughs> And never surfed a single fin, and we went out, and it was solid six foot, and it's it's not a light wave, it's a deep water wave, and mate, first wave, he just dropped into a bomb with all the steez and style in the world. Ooh, I was just paddling oh, back out, just okay. going, shit, yeah, T-bone, loving that Such single a... fin. So we had a pretty sick surf that day. Yeah. Uh, no, it was fun, mate, epic. Uh, how's everyone's beers? Could probably do another one, I think, now, mate. I'm the new guy, so I'll get one. Brought to uh, brought to you by Dunsborough Sellers. Thanks, Jeff. Um, now, Ads has gone away, and I was going to ask him another question, but that's all right. I will when he gets back. Um, <laughs> I was holding up a piece of paper that I can't read from this far away, but what do you got, mate? Well, mate, you want to roll on to the women's women's wrap up. Women's wrap up. Let's get the CT wrap underway. Congratulations to. Carissa Moore, what, a, what an absolute legend she is, an absolute queen. I put on Instagram. She, mate, how good is she? Seriously, oh, she, you know, she's amazing. Remember last episode, Namu, um, we talked about Caroline Marks, and we talked about who was the youngest uh, female world champion. So I, I did a bit of research. It was actually Carissa Moore at eighteen, become the youngest person to win a world title. Is that right? In two thousand eleven, men or women? Okay. So Caroline Marks, she can equal that next year. I mean, she became she was obviously runner-up this year. So Carissa Moore at 18 became the youngest person to win a world title, and she she became the sixth female surfer to win four titles. Can you name the other five? The other five. All right. Well, I've got Kelly Slater, obviously. No female, female. Oh, female to win. Oh, um, uh, all right. Let's go. We've got Lane Beachley. Lane Beachley. There's and- one. We've got uh, Steph Gilmore. There's two. Um, we've got Frida Zamba. Yep. How many is that? Four? Three, mate. Three. What about, um, remember that old Jack McCoy surf movie? And they asked like, oh, it was like Johnny Boy or something. Oh, have you heard of Margot? And he's like, what? Margot okay. Margeson or something. Yeah, she rips. Is that her by any <laughs> no, chance? No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Give us a chance. So we've got Frida Zamba. Yep. Steph Gilmore. Yeah, and you've, got, a, you've got another blonde uh, American. Moore, and we've got Lisa oh, Anderson. Yeah, yeah. and you've, you've forgotten one. She, she, I think she still goes out with a in excess bass guitarist. Yeah, oh. Lane Beachley. Lane Beachley. There you go. Did Sorry. Yeah, she's won seven. Jeez, yeah, all well, good research, mate. Yeah, That's a good little bit of trivia. I love the way he's 
Got him yeah. with notes. He's on with <laughs> Rocked up with a couple of cold ones. Um, now, I don't know if you, if you, just speaking of old legends of the ladies' um, league, did you, have you guys heard that um, interview with Jodie Cooper? Yeah, no. I did. Fucking awesome. awesome interview. Yeah. Yeah, Jed, a, I, you got to work a bit on your, inter- on your interview skills, but no, just joking. No, that was a great interview. Yeah, with it was awesome. Cooper. Um, I was really stoked listening to that one because obviously we all grew up. She's from WA. Yeah, so, she's from Albany. Eh? She yeah. moved across over um, pretty early on, but she's it was pretty WA cool girl to hear her story and then right. obviously that incident that went down. Yeah, I've actually been over to Lennox a couple of times in the last year and seen that dude who who um, had What's a go his at name? it. Oh, they Tomo, 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 somewhere they had some nickname for him, but mate, I seen him in the water, and to be honest, feet, yeah, is he it was, feet? No, not feet. It's something like, something like nah, Feet's is a legend. He's in the lubrication like videos. Old Feetus, he was a charger. <laughs> <laughs> he always um, said, "Don't call me Feetus." He hated the nickname, but it was the best one. So we had to call him Feet. What's his name? Uh, oh, well, his name's Tomo, but yeah, uh, Carcass. Carcass. That's no, no. What, what's Feetus's name? Mark Brandis. That's right. Mark Brandis, absolute. Style, yeah, I remember weird, him. weird yeah, dude. Yeah. Tear the absolute bag out of it, didn't oh, he? Oh, mate, yeah. But he hated his nickname, the fetus. Well, you, you're not going to love it, are you? Well, no, you're not going to love carcass, good. but no. they, re- they like- reckon his head looked like a fetus head, but- <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't like it. But he knew that he couldn't shake it, so he just made everyone call him feats. Yeah. And when I was trying to convince him in my filming days, yeah, that he should because he just ripped. And as you know, the womb is a very heavy wave, very photogenic. <laughs> and I'm like, mate. We need to capitalise, and you fetus needs to become a womb specialist. Yeah, he was open, mate. I got a sick story about fetus. Should I put it in? No, no. Let's okay. let's. We're going to get you back <laughs> on the show for a long, <laughs> a long interview. Funny, uh, talking right. shop with yeah, okay. uh, I do have a question for T Bone regarding the women's hit CC. Us up, Matt. Here's up. Okay. Sure, mate. Hit him up. Hopefully, my, hopefully my little notes there here will, <laughs> might, will cover the answer. Because I just heard you talking about uh, Caroline, and uh, mate, she's such a sick surfer. Power surfer for fifteen, yeah, seventeen. Like she's not obviously, fifteen. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> mate. Mate, she's the best fifteen-year-old surfer, and yeah. she's never getting older. She than qualified that. when she was fifteen. So, so I did. just wanted to ask T Bone: Do you think that all her power, because she's such a great power surfer, comes from the momentum generated from her massive? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I mean, she's quite short and stocky, so she's probably got a bit of. Raging bull about her. No, it's more her. It's more her raging bull thighs than that. Um, yeah, she's and it's very uncommon in the surfing world. It's going to weigh you down, surely. Yeah. Well, I just thought maybe the momentum <laughs> off the bottom was just smashing off the top. So it's working for her because she surfs. Mate, whatever surfing. she's doing, she's, it's she's working. Very I just thought I had to ask T Bone that in case he'd wondered the same thing. Any other questions, Seth? No, that's <laughs> no. it for now. <laughs> Poor old T Bone. T Bone, hit us up. What have you got, mate? So, yeah, mate, Chris, as we talked about it before, Chris's fourth world title. Um, obviously, there was, what, would we have three women um, in the ra- in the title race? So Yeah, so we had, uh, obviously, Steph. Uh, no, sorry, we Steph had Lakey, Lakey, Carissa, and Caroline Mark. Caroline. So, Lakey got knocked out pretty early, I think, by Tyler, and then on one of the earlier rounds. Smashed her. And then Steph. Well, that's two years yeah. in a row that Lakey's been um, taken out by... Um, not necessarily a wild card because obviously Tyler wasn't a wild card, but last year she got beaten, if I'm not mistaken, by um, Alana Blanchard uh, to take her out of the world title race. And this year it was uh, um, deadliest, 
uh, Tyler Wright. Tyler who, Wright, who yeah. She, I mean, she came yet. in with nothing to lose. Um, mate, Tyler Wright, that was my other one point I wanted to bring up on the women's. Did mate, How was the way she was surfing? Mate, she's, she's surfing better. She's on a different she, level. Mate, it was I like reckon. she was looser. Yeah. Or she looked thinner or looser or something was going because she's yeah. quite stocky as well yeah she's very stocky and and really surfed powerful but it seemed like she was a bit more like drawn out and and looser tailed and mm. mate i looked at it and just went wow a year off with mm. injury she was absolutely ripping and well, i was it in, i think i think it was my like chronic fatigue or yeah something something moment, i mean but yeah yeah if it came down to getting back on the tour she'd be using a injury Wild card, I'm sure. I think they've got to have a look at the water in the right household because there's something do. going on there. What's going on? Mikey's three, been all out all year. Long term ailments. Oh, out for a year and a bit. Crazy. Um, yeah. Such a pity. I know there's but a few Steph stories Gilmore's going on. Steph Gilmore's fifth victory there. I mean, Steph Gilmore, I think she's fifth victory. the best woman surfer out at Honolulu Bay, without a doubt. Is, it, is that right? The fifth, yeah. Fifth victory. Yep. I did not know that. That's unbelievable. I thought Crystal would have been leading in the Honolulu um, you know, wins. I'm not certainly not going to cast aspersions on T Bone's research no, because it could be wrong though. No, no, not with those. We, we all know. Wrong. We all know. But there was one move that she did. A uh, you know those laybacks where they put both their hands. Was it the in, second turn on that one wave? Second, you know? I think. The semi final, mate. It, oh, I saw that turn. That was amazing. That was, amazing. That was, that was the absolutely best sick. The Ruster style. Oh, he used yeah. to do those big double um, cutbacks. That was so stylish. Oh, mate, it was good. Sick. Mate, she just surfs so good. And it's, it's, mate, it's a credit to Steph because Carissa surfs Honolulu so insanely well and she powerful. Does. She and really does. So for Steph to dominate Carissa there is, it's like even harder because Carissa's so good there. So the history, what history says, if, you're, if you win Honolulu Bay, the last event of the tour, you will win the world title next year. So does that mean Steph is in line for her eighth world title next year? Yes. There we go. Well, <laughs> overtake Lane. Yeah. Lane Mate, won't like that though, but would not be surprised. Um, eight world titles. Well, this Lane Lane's calling us of eight world titles, isn't she? Because she yeah, won the claiming the something. masters. Yeah, which is absolute bullshit. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just seeing if I can get this up on the heat analyzer because we're running a bit of technology today. We've got the big big monitor. I don't think it was in the final. I think it was in the semi. Could be wrong, Memo. Yeah, okay. Well, And how's the wave at Honolulu? Is it just like... It was a semi. It's a dream, mate. It's the it's absolute, absolute dream. sickest wave. Like, you look at pipe and chopes and you love watching these guys surf it, but it's like, I don't want it, but I want Honolulu. It's six to eight foot, it just looks like so much fun. It's so sick. Oh, mate, it, yeah. Well, I mean, one of the th- oh we yeah, go. that this is Ready the, we're watching you doing this. Here this. we go, big bottom turn, second oh, no, turn, wasn't it? And she says surfs good. This one, put your hands in. Oh, there you go, oh, boom, yeah. Steph Kill. That was so. Let us have that another look at that. Turn, yeah, big. Third turn, um, yeah. My cousin was was um, shout out Gavo Johns. How are you, mate? And Steve, your brother. Um, they he was doing camera at Honolulu for the set for the um, QS, and he reckons that he had a couple of surfs out there, and even at three foot, it's the sickest wave. Oh, yeah, that's that actually scored less than it. her first wave, which only had two yeah. turns on it. Yeah, nothing wrong. Um, was way better. Let's watch that. For me as well. Um, so Tyler Wright was pretty conflicted about knocking Lakey out. She was, um, you know, 
Oh, that was pretty sick too. Jeez. Yeah, it was pretty sick. No wonder, oh, no wonder she but wins. But she gets stuck behind here on that one, see? And yeah. she's got a better score. I like yeah, the okay. other one better. But either way, it doesn't matter because she won. Judging subjective. Um, yeah, so uh, Steph Gilmore wins, so wins the comp. Crystal wins her fourth world title. Any other notable things from your notes that you've got there, Tebo? Well, I, well, I was having a look at Bronte's results um, for this year, mate. We're probably going to move on. I should move on to Bronte's beats. But uh, all right, let's go with Bronte's beats. Let's go with Bronte's beats. Yeah, we talked about Bronte before. Obviously, she came second in the QS. Um, and in her CT, now, who had she go in the CT? Um, well, she, I'm pretty sure she got a ninth in the last event at uh, Honolulu Bay. Um, she got not, I'm pretty sure she got knocked out by someone. Um, and it might have been Joanne DeFay, actually. I'm pretty sure that she knocked our, our, um, our friend Bronte out. But I mean, it's still a pretty solid solid year for Bronchi. She had a bunch of ninths, 17th and the 5th. And, uh, you know, the great thing for her is that she came second on the QS. Congratulations, that, Bronchi. Right. That's Cong- fucking awesome. Huge congrats. Finished 13th on the CT. Having a look at who she beat and and, and lost to during the year, she's knocked off all the top girls. So she? she's Okay. She, she'll have an amazing first round. She'll beat Courtney. She'll beat Lakey. She's got it in her to beat, knock off the top five, but then she'll have an inconsistent heat where she'll just get comboed. So yeah. I'm sure her old man will be in her ear for next year and the and the experience of this year will hopefully will put her in good stead. For mate, competitive now. So there's no one better than old mate Dave McCauley. And um, Dave, if you're listening to this, we uh we did say that we get you on the show and you agreed to be on the show, so let's get you on as quickly as possible, mate. Um, I love to have you on to have a chat. He's and an absolute legend. Everyone loves. Have you ever heard anyone go, oh, Dave Macker? What what an <laughs> asshole! What an asshole! You just punch him in the mouth, wouldn't you? You go, what what are you talking about, mate? The guy's a legend. No, he's such a nice guy. Absolutely, he's a great he's guy. Legend. And, um, he's an icon. Amazing surfer. Still, yeah. Sick. When you when you do surf with him down at the um, unnamed left break <laughs> left hand left reef hand break. reef break down the coast, he's always out. He obviously always gets the best waves because he's Dave Mack. But um, he's always very welcoming and you know having a chat with everyone in the water. Just a great guy, and um, yeah, look forward to having him on the show at some point. Then up north, you know, just gets Fucking the sickest triple barrels at a very ever. heavy. Wave got lots of good um, footage of him back in the lube days. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember. Oh, Bronte, this this is her eight oh, six seven in the first round. Bush, that was a vicious vertical so top turn. Got a bit cavitated in the foam there, but um, yeah, man, she's no stranger to the power. That's for sure. No, she she absolutely rips on her backhands. Um, mate, it's all up to her too. Well, you know, she could probably qualify for the next for her entire career on the QS, but it'd be good to see her take a CT win or two 
in the next couple of years. Love to see that. She's got the potential to be top five. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, we're she WA people together. and she's think- WA people, but I, mean, I don't think we're biased. I think she's got she's certainly got the backhand for it. She's uh, good in the juice. Um, T-Bone, what happened to Coco Ho? <laughs> Coco, getting over her injury. What, what, has she I got mean, an injury? Oh, not, well, she did did have one earlier on the year. Um, I didn't actually see where she ended the last event. Did she actually surf in the Lulu? Yeah, the Lulu Pro, yeah. She got she got a ninth, I think, in that one. Um, yeah, unfortunately, she's... Is she out, mate? Is she out of the CT for next mate, year? Mate, she's, she's, she's gone, yeah. She's back on the QS. She'll be she back. She'll be back. Does she want it, though? She's got other stuff happening in life, mate. She's, you know, she's, um, she's an well, influencer. True. Maybe she doesn't she's want like it. 400,000, well, 5 million or whatever Instagram followers. She could probably just free surf and have the best time ever and just get paid well and just cruise. She, she probably can. I mean, Mason doesn't seem to need the tour, does he? He's- yeah, but that's why maybe we need at least one ho on tour because Mason's got the other side stitched well, up. Well, I, 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 I agree with that. I mean... Personally, I love having Coco on the tour. She's my favourite non-Australian surfer, pretty much. She's just such a style master in and out of the water, and I think she's she's an absolute beauty. Um, so yeah, good luck, Coco, with whatever you do. You're probably not going to need it because whatever you do, you're going to kill it because that's what you do. You just kill things in terms of goodness. Killing it with love, <laughs> with good vibes. But I know, your, I know, your t- I know, the king of the good vibes. King like, of the good vibes. Every, everyone loves watching mate. So mate is. I just love watching his clips yeah. when they oh, come it's out. Yeah, so good. They're I know, I know. That's so refreshing, upset. and they're sick. Yeah, and a little one came out only like I don't know a couple of weeks ago, and it wasn't like big pipe or anything. It was just some little wave that he surfed there. I don't know, but he was on like a six eight. That little rock, rock. This. Yeah, maybe. He yeah, might have been that wave one of those, those things, But it was just so refreshing to see. I just love seeing bigger boards get turned around. Yeah, like okay. everyone just rides the tiniest boards. And you see him, it looked like a huge board, but it was probably like a 6.6 six or a 6.8 or something, but it just looks awesome when those guys put them on rail. Yeah. I love the, it. Yeah. He's I'm pretty sure that was a 6.8, that one. Yeah. I think they had it on, um, I don't know if you've seen that pickup show on the, uh, is it Stab? Yeah, it's on Stab. They've got like a twice weekly show, which is, it started out terrible, but it's actually gone kind of quite well. Um, so Tyron's obviously upset. T-Bone's upset about... Very upset, but she could be back next year, hopefully, yeah. on the QS grind for 2020. Well, I mean, look at her skills. If she wants to get back on it, realistically, I'm not sure what, what's happening next year because I know in the men's they've got the Challenger Series on the QS, but whether or not they've got that on the women's, you know? With, not sure. Yeah. Either way, she probably... What's the Challenger Series, Sammy? I don't know. We'll man. go into it shortly, okay. as you... Oh, keep, keep, keep... Didn't do my homework. Sorry, kids. <laughs> keep your allens on, mate. We'll be there. Um... The other one that was interesting for me at the Maui Pro, have you got anything else with that? Today? No, no, mate. No, that's no, it. Um, was, um, so, Brissa Hansi qualified through the QS and um, oh, I've got a complete mental blank. Victorian surfer. Not Lakey Peterson. She owns a house in Victoria it, these days, doesn't she? Isabella? <laughs> no, Victorian. Uh, Nikki Van Dyke. Sorry. Oh, Nikki Van Dyke. Apologies, Nikki. She rips. Um, she was outside the qualification zone and she had to make a heat more than Brissa Hennessy to qualify through the QS, for, sorry, through the CT. Didn't qualify through the QS, so it was that heat or nothing, and she did it. She got through, and uh, so they both qualified, which is beautiful. Good for them, bad yeah. for our friends, 
Uh, Amuro. Come on, Tabane, you got this one, the Japanese surfer. Oh, Amuro, yeah. Amuro, yeah, she just missed out because of that heat. Amuro Suzuki missed out on the qualification. Um, but knowing, knowing the way that CT works, there'll probably be someone injured or something, so she'll probably get a go at a couple of events. And uh, good luck to the Japanese surfer there. Well, that's, that's good to hear about Nikki Van Dyke. She's... She's a great surfer. Yeah, so she she um, literally finished one one heat ahead of Brisa Hennessy, and they both qualified through through that um, through that way. Uh, another couple of qualifiers for, w, uh, for WA for Australia was um, Isabella Nichols, obviously winning the QS. Congratulations to Legend. Isabella Nichols. A what a late charge, mate! She absolutely smashed it towards the end there. And we also have Macy Callahan, who has qualified previously, and Killy Andrews. So congratulations to those ladies, as well as Sage Erickson, Tatiana Weston Webb, and obviously Brissa Hennessy. We've talked about. Now, where have we talked about the ladies? We have, haven't we? Um, they, what's the deal with the wild card injury? Wild card? Do they just have one? Surely they have one. I don't think they? because and obviously Tyler's taken that. Yeah. Well, you'd think um, so, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean. Men have two. Not sure about the women. I think they do only have one. Or do they? Do they officially, even have one? Surely they definitely do. Officially, it's not the injury wild card. It's a W. Uh, what's it called? W. The World Surf League wild card. Yeah. But generally, taking into taking into account things like injury, illness, uh, previous, because I mean, Tyler's won world, two world titles, so yeah. clearly she's going to get the um, the wild card there because she. Because she, everyone knows that she can win. Because she came second in the Maui Pro, her only event for the year. So, I mean, what a bit of domination that was! Crazy. Um, so let's have a little bit of a chat about the men's QS fellas. Mate, everyone's reaching for the beers, just oh, ready mate. to. Well, we needed to have a sip before this one. Cause right, it's we're going to have a sip. Action mate. time! It was. Uh, End of the year. Tyrone has got his piece of paper there. We were probably... He's absolutely ready to go. <laughs> we're probably more vested in it than... Everyone's vested in the QS, but, mate, with two young Margaret River lads on the table, on the cusp of the qualification, cusp of knocking on the door for a couple of years. Yeah. Stiff knuckles. And, uh, mate, it was do or die for them. And, geez, where do we start? Finals day, finals day um, looked like there could be two young West Australians in the CT. It didn't quite work out that way. But um, I know that Tyrone, Tyrone is champion at the bit here. Jacob Wilcox, what a run at the end of the year. Are you kidding made. me? Yeah. Jacob Wilcox, he made, what a legend. He, his Hawaiian leg was like, it's, give that guy a, a bloody wild card in the Pipe He's Masters. got to have a couple of wild cards, surely. I had a look at his history throughout the year and in and, and some of the QS um, 10,000s and 6,000s, he got knocked out really early and they could have been the, the game changer for him. You know, he got a good result in Portugal and obviously had a, had, had some good results in, in Hawaii as well. What did he come in the cash cash? Uh, he made the semi-final. I think he ended up getting knocked out by uh, Samuel Pupo. Sammy Popes, who didn't qualify either in the end. Um, he had a bad result at the QS, 10,000 Bolito, and a couple of other ones that probably the ways were shitty and small and onshore. Um, but all the ways that produced good conditions, he sort of excelled in, so... Yeah, a, a lot of confidence and, uh, for him to take into 2020, that's for sure. How old is Jacob Wilcox, Ads? You know, any idea? No. Couldn't be more than 23. No, it wouldn't be more than 23. Yeah, because, I mean, he, years ago, he was uh, a, a wild card at the um, 
uh, Portuguese event because um, he surfs for Rip Curl, I'm pretty sure. And he, he must have only been 16 or 17 at that yeah. point. Yeah. So that was, that was probably six or seven years ago. And, mate, Hallie Eva, obviously I was, you know, watching both him and Jack Robbo with bated breath and hoping yep. they could, you know, anything that they did there was just going to make it that much easier for him come sunset. Mm-hmm. And then he obviously, mate, he got... Slater gated on that lay down Sally. Oh, that's get right. up and one and he was he was going through. He was in second place, mate. That could have cost him yeah, everything, really you know. Um, and Slater got a six nine for one turn. Yeah, I think it was he got more six, than that. No, uh, it was about uh, that. He needed about. He pretty much got what he needed. Let's talk it was, about that way. Six turn, but it was uh, mate. You know, they had no flow because he did a lay down Sally takeoff. I mate, mean, he was on his. He, got he was on his belly yeah. for the all the way through, yeah. almost to the bottom turn. Did a quick bottom turn and then straight up into the lip and did a yeah. I have no idea how he got any speed out of that bottom turn to get up the top of that eight foot wave and rip a turn, but it's the goat. He's, mate, just, yeah. he's a legend. I mean, I mean, he's on his own board. Insane, but yeah, I was just so devoted when that happened because I just. Mate, that was massive points difference. If he'd have gone through one more heat, you know, he might have got one more out of it, could have made the difference. So I was pretty choking. He was looking about strong that. too. Yeah. And then not long shame. after that, in the same comp, Halle Eva, I was watching Jack Robbo in his heat, and he was slaying, and then he needed a score. He needed like an eight near the end, and he had priority, and there was like three, four minutes to go. And I'm just like, come on, come on, come just on, one good on. one. And then all of a sudden, with like 30 seconds to go, this bomb set goes, but something happened and he lost priority to Baron Mamaya. Yeah. Must have been a little paddle tweak or something. And then Baron Mamaya just takes off an absolute gem and just nails an eight. And there goes Robbo out of Halle Eva. And I'm just like, mate, we just got so oh, stitched up, the what's... two Margies boys. I was devastated. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. And but now, that was Halle Eva, just... and obviously things changed. Yeah. Well, obviously, that was the first 10,000 of the last two. I've just got the Kelly Slater wave here. Takes off under the lips, I think. Belly, belly, belly. Take oh, bottom turn, pump, bottom turn, and then push. What's that on a 5-4? Was it a 5-3 or a 5-4? Yeah, I think he might have been on one of those batwing Cymatic. things. One of the ones that you've got. You've got on those, haven't you? And um, for me, it's not a 6-3, a 6-9. I mean, oh, we're looking at it again. No, no way. It was he, a sick turn. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But it didn't. Where was the style and flow leading into it? It was. There was no that. The, you know, that one turn was no better than Steph Gilmore's turn at Maui, and I wouldn't have given her a seven for that. Anyway, yeah, that's right. Just and she did one. three of them. just for that one. Yeah, and she did three of them. She got eight. Well, I don't yeah, know. No, it was. But you know, anyway. it's it's the goat, and it's the old saying it in boxing: if you if you want to beat the champion, you got to knock him out. Got to knock him out. That's yeah. right. So what do you do? He yeah. made it look dramatic, I think, on that board. A short board, 5-3. Well, he is the king of making things look dramatic. Do you remember that um, wave at New York where he knocked Taj out, I think, in the semifinals with a 10? Just did a big rotor and he just made it look way more crazy than it probably was. Sorry about that, Taj, but anyway. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've completely lost my train of thought. Where, so where? how's that top 10 uh, QS? Correct. Either. All right, so congratulations to the top 10 of the men that are qualifying for 2000. Well, at the moment, we've got Morgan Sibilich in there as well. Go Take us through, So what I'm, what I'm keen to uh, to talk about now is who is currently on the CT that could double qualify? 
double qualifier. Well, I'm, I'm, I must admit I'm a bit across this. So we've got um, Yago Dora right now is just outside qualification on the CT. But mark my words, he fucking rips the pipeline. So I would not be surprised to see him get a result there and qualify through the CT. Yep. Um, David Silver, I believe, is they, one of those guys. Yep, he is, he is one of those guys. T-Bone, just take us through the top 10 and we can have a chat about it after. Okay, obviously uh, Frederico, Frederico, number one, yep. Jaddy, two, Yago, three, Matthew McGilvray, four, Jack Robbo. What a Robo. result for the Sapphire. Yeah, yeah awesome. Sapphire in there, that's good. Yep. Tony will be happy. Jack Robbo, fifth. We're going to talk about that, obviously, a bit Six, later. Alex Ribeiro. Yeah. Seven. too. I really like him. Oh, I don't know. He'll be back out again. Yeah, probably. Seven, Pupo, Miguel, Ethan no, he's, Ewing. He's in and out more often than they, uh, something that's in and out a lot. Yeah. I'm not going to go there. Pretty damn happy Ethan Ewing's back in. Are you kidding me? Double E. Oh. No, he's going to win the, going to win the Triple Crown. We'll he talk is. about that as well later. I hope so. Connor O'Leary in ninth, coming, returning back to the tour yeah. after a year on the QS. Yeah. And then David Silva, number 10. So at 11, we've got Morgan Sibilic, Stewie Kennedy, 12th, Jacob, 19th. Yeah. Do you want to make a couple of uh, mentions? Matty Banting finish Just off in 21. Hang on a sec there, too. Hey, Adzi, can you grab the purple ones? Yep. He grabs uh, the yellow one. A <laughs> couple more beers brought to you by Dunsmore Cellars. Go, sorry, go Sorry, ahead, mate. Uh, just a couple of guys I want to give some encouragement to. Uh, Matt Banting finished 21st and Liam O'Brien 24th. Yeah. Um, I think... I think um, Let's also mention um, another young Australian ripper. Um, you've mentioned Matt Banting and Liam O'Brien. What about... Um, oh, what's his name? Caleb Tancred. He had an unbelievable first year in the big legs. He, he was not far off qualifying. He finished in 35th, but... Um, yeah, sorry, go on, T-Bone. No, but, I mean, Matty Banning, Liam O'Brien, um, obviously a couple, a little bit more time in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll hold him in good stead for 2020. Yeah, well, I mean, Caleb, Caleb Tancred and uh, Liam O'Brien first year on the tour, on the QS, and they've gone pretty close to qualifying, haven't they? So, so we're saying Morgan Sibilic, he was the Vans Triple Crown rookie for this year, so he could possibly qualify for tour if... David Silva gets a good result? No, David Silva, if David Silva stays in his spot, um, where, yeah, sorry, if David Silva stays where he is, he gets, uh, Morgan Sivlich gets qualification uh, because he's in 11th, so 11 qualifiers because David Silva is in the 10 for the QS. But the thing to note there is that if um, Yago Dora gets in to the uh, CT, top 22, means that our mate Stewie Kennedy gets qualification as well. Well, how good My is that? My mate Stewie Kennedy. Is, is, hang on a minute. Swing that microphone around and tell us about your mate. Well, uh, sharing a fantastic last name, that is Kennedy. Kennedy, okay. A bit of a weird one. So your uh, cousin, mate? Or? Uh, look, you know, it uh, can't be too far removed, but uh, a few years ago when I had the uh, privilege of being uh, Taj Burrow's board caddy down at the Margaret River oh, event... Uh, for a few years in a row. I was going to ask you about this, but yeah, go on. We'll, that was we'll hell fun. This in there. But um, old Stewie Kennedy, he had a bit of a shocker, poor poor bugger, and he got knocked out early. And I was looking at his rashi with Kennedy written across the back, and I thought, geez, I, I don't mind that. Come on, mate. And I, you Fork know, it over. And so I just went up to him, and he was in a bit of a foul mood. He just got like a dirty turd result dirty. or something, <laughs> something like that. And uh, I just said, look, mate, you're a Kennedy. I'm a Kennedy. I need your rashi. 
you're in a bad mood. How about I give you a carton of piss? And uh, yeah, and he's like, yeah, mate, that sounds great. I'll meet you up at the Margie's Bottolo in half an hour. Went up there. His mood had changed. He was over it by then. Absolute legend. Gave him a carton. He was happy. I got my rashy. He took a carton off you. Oh, mate, it was worth a carton. I was happy to give the man a carton. But then things got even weirder because <laughs> his name's Kennedy. What's my your name's name? Kennedy. Your name's Kennedy. Right? Good. Good. I was caddying for Taj Burrow. Turns out his firstborn son, he named Taj after Taj Burrow, Taj Kennedy. Well, there you go. It was all connected. Oh. <laughs> Is that right? He, he called his kid after Taj. He did. I yep. think I, I think I might have heard about that previously. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. No, so he's a legend and I wore that uh, Rashi at the single fin comp every did you? year. Okay. Yeah. Mate. So there you go. But anyway, we're getting sidetracked. But mate, talk well, Suey Su- Kennedy, is, Morgan Sibley. He absolutely brain faded Morgan well, Sibley. In dropped in on Stewie did. Kennedy. Yeah. Did himself yeah, a number, yeah. pretty much cost him C T qualification. Yeah, yeah, that was a shunt. That was crazy. Well, I'm hoping that I think we're all hoping that um you know, well, David Silver on the World Tour. He's on there either way, isn't he? So, um, you know, hopefully he can keep his spot in the CT. I think he's got a fairly good buffer to stay on there. Where are the bloody – what have we done here? We've lost it. Um, I think he's got a fairly good buffer for qualifying on the CT, David Silva. So, you know, Morgan Sibley should be should be fine because – yeah, he really did fucking blow it, didn't oh, he's, he? hasn't got that big a buffer, has he? Silver, he's sitting at 21. Uh, he's 40. on the cusp now, He's on the cusp, man. He, if he get bombed out early, he's, he's gonna probably... Be... It depends on everyone, but... All right, well, that's fine. Look at who's look at who's at 23 and 24. All right, let's talk, let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room. William Cardoso and, Rod, and Michael Rodriguez elephant could not get a score. The they could not get a score at Pipeline in a blind fit. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> Discuss. Well, I think we talked about Willie Cardoso before, Nami, how he scored a 1.27 at Chopu, and we, we sort of thought that we could actually score higher than that. Oh, did we I know Adzi could. Yeah, yeah, well, I know Adzi could too. You just got to take off, don't you? You're going to get one of two seven. I think so. Make a drop, 3.1. <laughs> and there's the problem, making the drop. Well, that's yeah, that's there, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I, I've my intel on the ground at Pipeline suggests to me that William Cardoso is like a rabbit in the headlights and he's absolutely terrified. And <laughs> Michael Rodriguez is not far off that. Either. When you got a triple X swell coming, um, yeah, that, I don't blame him. It, it's looking, it's well looking pretty stage. large. Looking pretty large. It starts tomorrow, which is Monday our time. Tomorrow? But December eight, yeah. that'll be trials, won't it? Is it the Pipe Invitational starting? Yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll be... Is that starting today? Uh, well, it says December 8, and it usually means that's when the Invitational thing I starts. I thought that was the period that main its event. main event was over. Yeah. But, so, well, either way, uh, the yeah. forecast must be fairly accurate because we're close to the kickoff. Yep. And if old T-Bone, king of the research here, is telling us that uh, there's swell coming. There is swell coming. I don't know if you want to move into that now, but... Um, um, no, let's just keep going with the QS for a bit before we do that. Um, the other one that you got to look out for, just looking at that, just going back to the CT rankings to see if um, Morgan and, and Stewie Kennedy are going to get a, a, a gig next year. Um, 26, 27, 28, Jean Drew, Sebastian Zietz and Zeke Lau, they are way, way more... Uh, likely to get a result in the two Brazilians. No offence to those guys. I mean, you know, I think William Cardoso grew up pretty poor and he, he, he was 
you know, bread on beach breaks. So when we're only basing it off past results, Nami. So I think yeah, you're exactly. making a pretty fair assumption there. Yeah. Um, I I think I personally would love to see Stewie Kennedy qualify. I do think he's a bit of a um, he's he's a bit of a working man surfer, but I also think he's got a bit of an X file X file. He's <laughs> got a bit of that X factor about him as well. What do you think, T Bone? Simon, I mean, we've talked about. Oh, I Kennedy love watching him surf. Yeah. Like, you think of the right handers uh, on tour. You, you look at Bells. You look at Snapper. Um, the pool. J Bay. J Bay. He, he's just got the weapons. He, he can he can do some damage for sure. I think he's going to be hungry too. If he does make it back on, he's going to be hungry as as all crap, and he's going to jump straight back into some results. Well, mate, for him, he's not. I haven't looked at his Instagram account, but I'm assuming he doesn't have 2 million followers and endless amounts of sponsorship and whatnot. As you said, he's a working man uh, surfer. And as Pryor mentioned, he does have a young family. So, mate, he's literally surfing for a living. So he will be hungry. And, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. All the best to him because I, uh, mate, Kennedy. I love he's the man. A, he's a Kennedy. He's my man. I love him. He's a Kennedy. You're a Kennedy. Yeah. Um, T-Bone, tell me about what else happened. You know, we talked a little bit about... Um, the QS who made the top ten. Well, yeah, we, we've got a bit of a mixed bag there, but it's it's just great to see a couple of uh, Aussies get into the um, CT for next year. Obviously, Jack Robbo. We haven't really talked much about Jack Robbo. Saving that one, aren't we? Saving we up are the saving Robbo. That one. Saving up the Robbo. Man, I've been watching Sunset for a lot of years. Obviously, never been in Hawaii. I didn't realise you can get so tube there. He gets so tube that Sunset. Yeah, on the inside bowl there. It's fucking cheap. He just seems to read it and find it better than anyone out there. Are we talking about it, Robert? Should we just get into it? Let's do it. We've been dancing around it for that long, but we can't hold back, Oh, you fucking legend. Yeah. Fucking oak, mate. The prodigal son from Come Margaret on, Rivers finally delivered the goods. Finally there. Bloody legend. Well, finally. How old is he? He's only about mate. 24 or something, isn't he? Uh, no. Nah, not not even, even. Is he? Mate. Absolute legends. Everyone's that stoked. And he didn't just do it by scraping in. He just Greatest fucking blitzed him. Sunset Beach performance in mate. the history yeah. of the tour. Pancho and Ross were both claiming best sunset Session like performance I've ever seen, mate. He just do you know who was watching that with absolute glee? Gary Kong Elton. Oh, Kong would have been loving that, mate. I know Ian Cairns was, he was an old. I seen a a mates with him on Facey, and uh, yeah, I seen he was pretty frothing about it. He was an old Sunset Lord as well. Let's let's break it down, T Bone. Have you got the scores he got in the final? I haven't, mate, but they're pretty much all 18s. Yeah. <laughs> he pretty much got nines the whole fucking... A nine four and a nine seven were his two that counted, and then he had a couple of solid seven and a half backups, and yeah, he was on fire. Absolutely. He absolutely killed it. All the way through the comp, too. It wasn't just that. He just... Yeah. And it was like what T-Bone was saying before. It's not that he's just lucking into these waves. He's He just reads the ocean that much better than everybody he else. He owned it, didn't and he? I haven't surfed it, but everyone always bangs on about sunset being the waterman's wave. And, shifty wave. You know, shifty ocean and just, you know, it's a gnarly lineup. And yep. 
his superior freakish wave knowledge and ocean oh, it's incredible. reading ability is just better, so much better than everyone's that he just absolutely schooled everyone at Sunset, which is a place that just really highlights a waterman's ability to read the ocean. So yeah, it was no. fucking unbelievable. I was, I was so frothing. 100% agree there. And, um, you know, we do have a, apparently it's been uh, compared at times a certain wave down here, which is fairly close. That's quite similar when it gets big to sunset in terms of the way it breaks. And, um, mate, as soon as that's over six foot, I'm lost at sea. Really, it's it's really difficult to work out where it is. Is that Yali Eva? Could be Yali Eva. Could, maybe not. I, because Yali Eva's got hints of it. Hence, Jake Pato, two yeah. wins, Ant-Man, yeah. one win. Yeah. It's got to be something that in the water of this area that 100%. transfers to sunset. Yeah, that's right. So when you look at the Vans Triple Crown ranking at the moment, Namu, Jack Robbo is sitting on third. Third, is, third place. Okay. Yeah, third place. So, Ethan, so where did he get in the, in the Halleyver account? He's like a quarterfinal got, maybe? Uh, the Vans, if we start from the from the Vans Pro, he got a third. He made the final. The Hawaiian Pro, he got a 49th. I think he had a sh- I think the conditions weren't that great. He actually had a pretty shit round three heat. So that cost him a lot. That put obviously a lot of pressure on him. And then obviously going to the Vans World Cup of Surfing, he obviously took that out and got the 10,000 points. So yeah, I'd love to see him get into the main event at Pipe, win the Triple Crown. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. The WA's back on that yes. fucking WA boys. That's so sick. But I don't think he's going to get a Guernsey into Pipe because... Bill, is it still Billabong? It's Billabong, mate. But he's not Billabong anymore. He's Volcom, right? Oh, he's not Billabong. No, no. He did. He he signed up with Volcom about a year ago. So I know. I know that um, Ethan Ewing has got a yeah because wild he's card the first rank because he and he's yeah, Billabong. But I think it's only you got a first it, right? rank guy leading into pipe that gets a Guernsey and he doesn't get a Guernsey into the main. He gets a Guernsey into the trials. So double E gets a Guernsey uh, in the trial. Okay. Yeah, but. It's such a pity that Jack Robbo doesn't, especially if it's a double X swell coming, because, mate, he'll win. And yep. he'll win the Triple Crown and he'll win pot. And he's just going to fucking beat everyone. <laughs> so, mate, mark my words next year, Jack Robbo, world champ. I'm calling it right now. Really? So, so, yep, straight up. you having a quick look on the WASL app, the Pipe Invitational, we've got round one, oh, heat one. We've got Jack Robinson in that. Oh, what? How do you... Yeah, right. So, Robbo is in the pipe So, trials. he's in the pipe invitational. So, is it your top two or your top... I mean, you got to well, win or, because or Freddie, runner-up? Freddie Marais... I oh, know, but then Fred, is Freddie on the CT? Freddie Marais is not a full-time member of the CT this year. So, if it was top two, it would have been him and Double E. So, so, so Ethan Ewing is in the event. Mate, they might have just given it to him purely on the fact that he's a fucking legend in Hawaii <laughs> because he's not Billabong. All right. I read somewhere it was only the first person well, it's from an, the Triple Crown it, going in. Well, it's an invitational. So they've, yeah, so they've just decided we need so to invite So they've guy. invited so-and-so and so-and-so. Yeah. Is that right? That, that's right, mate. I mean, Jack Robbo won the Vulcan Pipe Pro at the start of... 2019 obviously he's this year that started his run he's a pop specialist so they've invited him um and obviously ethan ewing is a billabong um sponsored surfer so he's in it as well so jack robinson 
is in could potentially get into oh, the main event. Sick. So oh, that's epic. I didn't know that. I'm frothing. Well, there. How, how many uh, surfers in the Invitational T Bone? Oh, mate, there's a few. What have we got? One, two, or three, something. four, five, six, seven, eight heats. 32. Four, thirty-two. And just for the record, Holy Jack shit. Robbo has won the trials before. Yeah, yeah. He has. And he didn't just win it. He won it in like eight to twelve foot side shore lumpy. Yeah, unruly death waves against Jamie <laughs> O'Brien and he beat him, man. He won like he's a fucking weapon. JLB. So he'll probably win that and right, he'll so win pot and, mate, bring it on. So watch his space. I'm getting, I'm getting a bit biased here. Watch his space. Um, completely lost my train of thought with that one. Have we Have we talked about Robbo enough? Probably not. We have. Probably, we probably have. Not. We can never. We have, mate. Um, One thing I just do want to touch on, I know that we're going to bring it up later in the show, is the, um, I think they're calling it, well, let's call it Zeke Gate. Let's hashtag Zeke Gate. I think I just coined coined a new term, Zeke Gate. So we all know what happened there. Zeke Lau, the uh, Hawaiian who resides in Honolulu, Honolulu, Honolulu. Now, before we start, is this a Curios nomination? No, no, we're not going Curios. We're just mentioning it, and we're potentially going to mention the Curios nomination a bit later. Um, now, before we go any further, does anyone need to go to the toilet? Because it's been a long show. We have been drinking a few beers. All good. All good. Oh, look, I'm excited, but uh, I think I can hold it down. <laughs> not just that for the excited. Moment. All right. No, I'm pretty so, excited. No, I'm, I'm close. <clears throat> T-Bone, give me your uh, Vans Triple Crown ratings at this point, please, mate. Ratings, mate. Um, so we've got. Ethan Ewing, Ethan Ewing, number one. Frederico, number two. Jack Robbo, three. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure who is four and five, mate, but Jacob Wilcox is number eight, so obviously he won't win the Triple Crown. And the GOAT is 10th. Now, very good point there. Is Jacob, Jacob Wilcox hasn't got a wild card to the... No, he hasn't. Okay. What about Matty McGilvray, the South African... I don't think so, mate. I don't think he got a gig. I don't think he got invited. Because I did see on uh, social media that um, Grant Twiggy Baker was saying at WSL, Hey, boo, come on. What are you not going to give Matty McGilvray? That's a terrible accent. <laughs> Why are you giving Matty McGilvray a wildcard to Pipeline so he can have a shot at winning the Triple Crown? Surf more a pipe and you probably get invited. Well... I think he's I don't in, know if he I, says I, pipe, but I um, think he's in the top five for the Triple Crown because he's had a couple of good results. It's you know, our our friends in South Africa have got to got to be represented because they don't have a whole lot of representation on the tour at this point. Um, shout out Ricky Basnet, Tony Van S, Dunsborough South Ness. Africa, and our local connection. He was pretty pumped on Maddie McGilvray. I know that. I spoke tell to you him what, about that. I'm going to have a chat with him tomorrow at his birthday. He won a keg I'll at, see you there. He won a keg at the single fin, Tony Van Ness, and he's going to share it with all the boys like he, a true he, South African legend. He is. He's going to cook us a braai, my bro. Cook us a braai, maybe some burrivos, bro. Um, so, Triple Crown. Who's your tip for the Triple Crown based on that, T-Bone? I'm going to Goat. Goat. Yep. Wow, jeez. Ethan Ewing, he, I think he's, well... I don't think he's got great history at Big Pipe. The forecast is looking pretty large. I'm look well. The goat is the man. Most of the time, T Bane, we agree with each other. On this occasion, we don't agree. Can I just put a, a quick shout out to the fucking incredible ability of Ethan Ewing? 
Have you guys, have you, you've seen this guy surf, haven't you? Fucking amazing. Are you fucking kidding me? That guy was doing, he was easily for me the second best surfer at sunset. His turns, so much speed with his bottom turn and just fucking shrapping the shit out of it. He was the turn guy. He's and amazing. Robo was the tube yeah. guy. Yeah, well, that's so, right. I think I think that's the case. Dominant. And I think you'll find that him, Ethan Ewing has got the all-round act. He will... I, I'm tipping... He, all right, here it is. My tip for the pipe trials. No Hawaiian's going to make it. It's going to be Jack Robbo, Ethan Ewing into the main event. Jesus, lucky if, you're not if, broadcasting if, this from The Rock. We'd be getting chased down the town Johnny, right Johnny Boy Games would not be happy. <laughs> if Jack yeah, Robbo we'll makes... Jody Cooper to go back and kick Johnny's <laughs> ass is what we'll do. <laughs> that, was, that was the classic one, wasn't it? Sure. Johnny Boy Games just comes up to Jody Cooper and just fucking swats her. Yeah. Jody, Jody kick his ass. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, go on, Tebow. Mate, if Jack Robbo makes the main event, he'll be, you know, there'd be a good good chance that he'll win the triple crown for sure. Yeah. But I'm I'm still gonna back the goat in. I'm I'm claiming Jack Robbo for the triple crown. Yeah. And I'd like to bring up something that I thought about. Okay, go ahead. Slater hates sunset. What was he doing there this year? Obviously, he wants the Triple Crown. That's why he was there. If he won Ooh, the Triple Crown... We've got a little conspiracy theory mate, here. Mate, if he won the Triple Crown... Game knock over. it on the head. Knock it on the head. Is that? It? That's what I was I was thinking. I saw that. Ads you know? Kennedy with the... What do you guys reckon about that? theory. He's going to go around again, mate. Triple yeah. Gate theory. Because he, he wanted to knock... He wanted to finish with the world title. Everyone says the second best thing is a Triple Crown. If he won a Triple Crown, I reckon he would pull the pin... And probably just rock up for a couple more sporadic ones, chopes and pipe and. Would he do the Olympics? Yeah, that's another factor, isn't well, it? He wanted that, but he's been ousted of that, hasn't he? Not no, yet. Yeah, he's not in the yet. spot. He's oh, and that's why Johnny's it. coming back, isn't it? John, John, John Florence is back in the pipe, trying to get a spot at uh, at the Olympics. I have a theory on this as well with the goats. Um, I think either way, if he wins or doesn't. I think if he qualifies for the Olympics, he's going to do the right thing by everybody and say, here's my spot, John John. You're a younger man. You're a better um, chance for the Olympics. So at some point, the GOAT's got to go, I've done enough. I want to give some stuff back. GOAT's still valid now, mate. He's still I know, I know he's valid. Still, he's thing, still yeah. valid. He's not valid at he fucking Chiba in Olympics, Japan, mate. mate. No it's way. going to be one foot, two foot. Unless there's a typhoon, it's going to be ten foot. Never know, because then he, because then there's the next thing is if he makes the Olympics, mate, he's been looking forward to that more than anyone for the longest time, and it, and then he's thinking I could finish with a gold and retire. Yeah, okay. He's not so, going to give it away. He don't John give John nothing away. He's not going to give it away. Yeah, it's not. It's not his he's psyche. He's going to surf it, even though John John is his son. Which all right, look, conspiracy number look, two. Yeah, you there know, you go. But uh, he still won't give it to him, mate. I'm a I'm a big enough man to admit when I agree with. A uh, different point of opinion. I've been swayed. I think that's probably not the case with Kelly. He's probably going <laughs> to grab his spot. You've been double teamed. Mate, I've been double. the gnarliest competitor all time. Fucking hell, Ads. You're not welcome back here. It's T-Bone against me normally, but it's two to one. Yeah, we're two on the other side of the table here. We're sharing a mic. We're close. You, we're know? Cl- you guys are We've close. both got Ukrainian wives. We've got a lot in common, and we're just teaming up on poor old Namu on the other <laughs> side here. But at least you're did. giving us some fodder to fire back at you, you know. He's, case, he's running the show. Namu's the boss. We got no, to, you know, turn your microphone down in a minute. We don't, don't want to get, uh, you know, we don't want to rip into him too much. But welcome uh, to Barrel Podcast. We got Ads Kennedy <laughs> and T Bone here. My name is Namu, and we're going to move on to the pipe preview, boys. 
It's going to be a massive one, a huge one. It's Brazilian land. What's happening, T-Bone? Well, looking at the forecast, it looks like there's a lot of swell in the way, mate. Um, so, obviously, the Invitational is on hold right now, but... Over oh, it's on the, hold, is it? Yep, so it's on hold. Technically could have started. So, Monday right. the 9th, swell, a, a new northwest swell should build throughout the day. Um, so, we're looking at 8 to 10 foot faces, 12 foot faces. Is that like one foot back it's to prob- wine? Probably one foot back <laughs> to wine. I'm calling for pipe, like classic pipeline conditions. Classic pipe conditions. Thursday, they're talking 18 to 25 foot faces, maxing pipe out in the in the morning, easing through the afternoon. So, all right. So here's a question: Do they surf it when it's maxing out? They won't because they? they'll wait till yes, it to drop should. a little bit. Hopefully, the trials are on when it's maxing out because that's when Jack Robbo just beats everyone. Well, when the trials are like that, that's when the Hawaiians sort of come in as well because they, well, actually, probably not. Maybe people like um, JOB and those sort of guys because, you know, they surf it all the time and get the good waves, so they probably don't need to get those. You know, they crazy. don't go out in the ugly yeah, waves. Yeah, that's Is right. JOB in the trials? He is, mate. Yeah, He's in the cool. Invitational, yeah. I've noticed uh, Wave of the Winter, November, <laughs> nom- top five have dropped, just dropped. He's got two of them, yeah. mate. He hasn't. As we come into another season on the rock, uh, it would appear that J-O-B is still king of the castle from what I've seen. Another season of the juice and we are enjoying the juice. Yeah. Today we haven't got the, the, the uh, raw life juice, but we certainly will be enjoying some raw life juice coming up. Thanks to Chris and Kylie from Raw Life, Ju- raw life Juice. How He's... sick is just when pipe comes on or the clips that get dropped, it's just so, so much better than everything you see all year. It's just so scary. Mate, it's like, it's like going to Disneyland winter oh, in, in Pipeline. Summer, summer here, obviously. I winter just in froth for every pipe clip, you know. T-Bone's got something. What have you got? So speaking of um, swell and clips, so we're talking for a double XL northwest swell possible Thursday. What does Wymere need, mate? I think if pipe's 20 to 25 foot, YME is on, surely. So we talked about the um, the Eddie Icao Invitational just previously before, and the last Aussie to win the Eddie Icao was Ross Clark-Jones in 2001. Yeah. And we, we've got a, a West Aussie that we all love and know, and he's such a little guy with such a big, big wave sort of set of, Gonads. Gonads, yeah. Big wave gonads. Yeah. Who are you talking about, T-Bone? Uh, Paul Ant-Man Patterson. What? Absolutely amazing. I was, I was having a look at the stats and he could probably still compete now, right, has he? Easy. Is he, is he an invite this year? No. no. No, he's not. But I, I had a look at runner-up or third in 2002, 2003. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it would be amazing to see another uh, Aussie take it out. I think... RCJ is um, fresh back from the jungle, and he's. Um... <laughs> I think that was six months ago, but Jay he'd put on a bit of pound, hadn't he? Hey, um, just quickly, let let's get Adzi's uh, reflections on Paul Antman Patterson because he's a good mate of yours, isn't he? He is. Uh, I had the pleasure of um, hanging out with Antman during the lubrication days, making yep. the surf movies. I did lots of runs up north with him, mate. He's just such. A legend. Like, yep. he's a fucking biggest legend. And like T-Bone was saying, he's the small man who 
can carry a thousand times his own weight, just like an ant. He's like the ant man. Yeah, okay. He's just, so that, that's where the that's where the uh, nickname comes from. I don't know. I just small. made that bit up, but uh, <laughs> you'd think <laughs> you'd think so because when the waves get serious, he just goes to another level. He's like that Jack Robbo, what we're talking about. He reads the ocean so incredibly well. Yeah. And I've got a really long-winded story about Ant-Man, but I'll tell you another time. No, but go just, for it because I'm going to go to the loo and you can you are, uh, wrap on with it. No, uh, go on, mate. You reckon? I'll give the full do version? Do it. Okay, then. So back up north, uh, I'll tell T-Bone. Uh, back up north, many years ago, we went up for a swell run with a couple of young Quicksilver boys, a young Tavita Gukalau and Andrew Mooney, who were like 18-year-olds, sponsored by Quickie. They got sent up north uh, with the leading light of the Quicksilver at the time, Ant-Man Patterson. They're like, we'll put these kids in Ant-Man's hands. You'll be in good hands. So I team up with him. I jump in the Sandman panel van, 308, four door, four, four on the floor and a two-door hall. Just uh, cruise up there. Ant-Man had his little banger. I don't know, little Mazda. I can't remember. It was the funniest little car. He had it for about 20 years. But anyway, loads of grommets in that. We take off up there, and it's uh, it was early season, so the tides were good all day, and we had this four-day run of eight to twelve-foot-plus swell, and oh, it was off. Oh, mate, it was insane. Offshore all day, good tides all day. Anyway, long story, mate. There was a lot of good shit that went down that week, um, but it was the third day of eight to twelve-foot perfect up north heavy barrels, right? Damien Taco War was up there on his jet ski towing in with uh, the shaper, D.A. Louie. And, um, mate, those guys were further south on that reef, to be honest. If you want to surf it, you can fucking have it because it's like 15 to 20 foot. It's a bit too fast. You can't paddle it. Anyway, so these guys are towing in up there. And, um, mate, everyone's been surfing for three days. Uh, We go out for the lunchtime session. We've done the morning session. And I'm filming, so I go way up on top of the cliff because there's actually nobody left in the lineup, the whole lineup. There's nobody left. Everyone surfed out. They're going in for lunch. It's third day into the swell. And I think normally I go a bit lower down to, to get a bit closer to the action. But because Taco and Louie were towing the next break, I wanted to be able to get them as well. So I went really high up on the cliff so I could just see everything. And, um, mate... Taco was just getting these massive snowboard 400 meter long um, waves that were just crazy. He was like, it was snowboarding. It wasn't even surfing. It was crazy. Got really good footage of it in Lube 2 or 3. Lube 2. One of them. But anyway, so I watch um, Ant-Man drag out these two young grommets, Andrew Mooney and Tavita. (laughs) There's nobody in the lineup, mate. No one at... And no one at... And... um, no one, mate. It's just third day this well. They've gone in for lunch. It's crazy. And it's like perfect glass offshore, eight foot with 12 foot sets. Oh, mental, right? Geez. So they go way down to do the paddle out. These skinny little grommets are following Ant-Man. They paddle up way down the reef to combat the drift in the lagoon and the no doubt onslaught of white water that's going to hit them as they roll over the fringe reef and get into the open ocean. And... Um, Ant-Man always tries to make the punch and the takeoff at... Um, Don't worry, I'll be editing it out anyway. <laughs> okay, so uh, so these guys are like 10 metres behind him the whole way, no doubt shitting themselves. Ant-Man's just getting it done. He makes the break 
right through the end. And mate, if you don't make that break, so you guys know, it's the heaviest piece of the whole reef. Yeah. Just twelve footers, triple steps, Steppy top step, to step. bottom, like gnarly stuff. You know, Ant-Man makes the punch. I call it synonymous, <laughs> course. And then, um, and the young fellas don't make the punch, right? And they just get flushed down the end of the Flogged. reef, which is like five hundred meters. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he makes a punch, and I'm sitting there going, "Well, he's going to go to t- because." He's got the whole lineup to himself, and everybody knows that Perrier Wave's good, but it's it's not the big dog. Yeah, he's got the choice of going to either of them, and then he decides, even though there's nobody at both. And I'm like, he's oh, this is interesting. Going on here. What's he doing? What's he doing? And uh, mate, he knew what he was doing. Once, maybe, what it's probably like five waves every season up there over the winter <laughs> season that go perfectly. All the, All way, the through. way through. Yeah. And Ant-Man's obviously just thought, I'm fucking Ant-Man. I'm going to get one. I'm going to get this one. So then he goes and sits up on the takeoff. It's got the entire line up to himself. I'm way up on the cliff just going, no way. Then I see this three-wave set coming. Fucking unbelievable. And in the third wave in this set, I can see he's like the king wave. Mm. It's like twice as big as the first two. Oh. And the first two are like legit eight, ten-foot groundswell just steaming towards it. And I see it's so far away. I've got time to walk away from my tripod and I'm just waiting. But the made whole. Made some lunch. Yeah, made some lunch. <laughs> Veggie Mike Clanger, you know, alcoholic ginger beer, homebrew that call, I was running Call back home. Then. Yeah, exactly. Didn't have a mobile then, but yeah, just, you know, called out. Sat phone. But um, anyway, so I see this set coming and I'm like, sick. Airman's going to get a sick one. But I'm thinking in my head, the problem is. He's going to go one of the first two because how the fuck is he going to know the third one's even bigger and better? He's going to see, dog. you know, these ones. If, even if he manages to somehow let this perfect eight-footer come through, he's going to go the second one. Yeah. Mate, sure enough, lets the first one go, lets the second one go, takes off on the third one, and I'm just like, yeah, fuck, I can't believe he let those first two go. Does big drop, one big bottom turn, one big high line, and that's it. The whole of centuries is done. Like a 100-meter wave is done in that bottom turn and high line. Then he does one more bottom turn, grabs a rail, backdoors the Toomey takeoff section. It's like, mate, the thing's just thwarted into like a 12 to 15-foot tube. Oh, it was so heavy. Crazy. Just gets barreled right at this time. The two said grommets had finally made their way back up the line. Mm. The first thing they see is their mentor, Ant-Man, just mm. backdooring this thing to oblivion they're just like holy fuck is this what we got to do for our money like jesus christ and then he comes out of the barrel does a fucking rio pulls back in gets another barrel comes out fucking rio another barrel got like three or four barrels it's a single greatest thing i've ever seen in surfing we need Uh, we need this long-winded sorry about that we need to get him on the barrel surf podcast oh shit yeah so anyway we got totally sidetracked Thanks for coming on, Adzi. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, we were talking about the Eddie. No, we, mate, but that's what Barrel Podcast's all about. Stories. And the reason we were going to, Ant Man got to mention, because I mentioned to these boys off air earlier that uh, after the single fin comp, we always end up in Ant Man's shed having late night drinks and uh, on top of his fridge, just gathering dust in amongst the bills and paperwork is these Eddie trophies. And every year, mate, we're on the piss all day yeah. at the single. We, 
Everyone grabs the Eddie trophy, yeah. puts it above their head, and just go, That's mate, what a legend is Ant Man. We're not chicken dinner. He is a legend. Yeah. So mate, mate, he could still win that thing. If he went in, he, he could win. It's. He's as good as anyone still in big waves. Come so that, on, Akai family, invite Ant-Man yeah, back. Get Ant-Man back. And he's a bloody right. legend bloke too. Yeah. I've done one hashtag. I think it was hashtag Zetgate. Second hashtag for the day. Hashtag invite Ant back. Yes. Yes. Get Ant back on the Eddie. I'm like, he could, Ant back. He could easy win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Now, just quickly, we... Um, we we've been drinking some beers today from Dunsbacellus and we're gonna we're gonna do a quick beer review before we get into the the remainder of the show. Um, There's no better man to have on the show for a beer review is Adzi. I know he loves his beers. It'll be, be great to hear his comments comments on this one, oh, mate. Right, shit. Look, I think I just bloody used up all my talking points. Uh, I think you know I don't want to steal away from the two OGs of the Barreled Surf podcast well, here. You know. I'd, Adzi. Mind you, I was just filling in because Namu was having a piss due to said beers, but uh, anyway. <laughs> One thing that uh, everyone knows uh, in, in terms of podcasts, if you're not talking, nothing's happening because yeah, the, whole, the whole idea of a podcast is to talk. So, Adzi, we appreciate your stories and your input and uh, you'll be welcome back anytime you like, mate. All right, so here we go. First beer off the cab off the rank. From Dunsborough Cellars is the Beer Farm Royal Haze, the Juicy Hazy IPA. Now, Adzi, have you tried this before? I haven't, and I have seen it because um, I've had the privilege of doing a bit of plumbing on a couple of local craft breweries over the last two years. <laughs> you, plumb, you plumbed into the vat, mate? Oh, mate, I did. I was running those fucking pipes straight into the tank. So, uh, you know, they, I got hooked on craft beer in the process. Mate, why wouldn't you? It is the absolute bee's knees. All right, so this one is the Royal Haze uh, from Beer Farm. It's a hazy IPA style at its best, loaded with Citra, El Dorado, and Mosaic hops mm. to bring out the juicy stone fruit aroma. That's the aroma. It's just, Mate, it's juicy mate, and stone fruity. Balanced with a light malt base and mild bitterness. Mate, I'll tell you what, I've had, I have had this before because, as we all know, I absolutely love Beer Farm beers and... Uh, Big shout out to Beer Farm. They're a bunch of legends. Yeah, they're legends. I love their beer. I've been, uh, I haven't, I haven't had the privilege of uh, getting slipped a few cheeky ones for, through sponsorship. Few cheeky like ones. Old DJ well, Namu over here, but I have been buying them. Mate, and don't you worry. Tasty. Don't you worry. It's Benny, Benny from Beer Farm. Shout out to Benny, fucking legend. Um, as Benny knows, I've bought way more than we've been given for the pot, <laughs> potty, mate. So they've done pretty well out of us. Uh, well, out of me in terms of buying their delicious beers um so what do we think of this one boys it's bloody good there's no doubt about it uh what's the percentage on that because i find these days if it's not over five it just seems like a mid-strength to me (laughs) (laughs) i'm not joking like mate i reckon that that beer is unbelievable and it's what is it now well good body it's 5.8 percent. yeah so that's that's just right see like you know 6.5s are good and i like them but if you have three, you know, on your quiet weeknight after work, it can add up sometimes. A little bit of a, you know. Well, there are there are a few good sort of mid strengths out there. We could probably Five probably do it. right on the. Mate, that's a good idea for another episode. Um, just do mid strengths because there are a few good ones out there. Mate, I reckon this is delicious. No, it's congrats to the beer farm for good that one. Thick body, good mouthful, you know, and um, yeah, lots of nice aromas. Uh, 
good head on it as well. Yeah. So, they love know. a good head. Yeah, I love a good bit of head, mate. Everyone that's loves... Up. Well, we're all married, so that's in the past. Yeah. All right. While we're what drinking our beer farm, hazy... Uh, <laughs> well, for yeah, me, it is. Yeah. It's all over. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the Pipe Masters because... Is we, well, we have talked about it, but let's talk about who we think is going to win, who's going to get the title, all those sort of things. For me, I I was thinking originally Gabriel Medina was going to shoot it through, but I tell you what, Isla Ferreira is leading, and he's been on the rock for about two months already, surfing every single day, and I can just see T Bone's looking at me. He's got some notes here. Hold us quickly what a surprise. T-Bone. Goes in. What I got, just saw one wave of Italo like yesterday on some clip. Pretty big one. Wasn't quite a second reef roll in, but it had a bit of roll in element to it. Yeah, it's a big wave, big tube. He got it. He wanted it. He stood tall, and I was just like, "He wants it. He wants it, man. Absolutely." And he's there wants early, it. like you said, and yep. he's not scared of the big ones. So far, yeah, it's gonna be hard to beat. But Jack Robbo, wild card. Gonna well, up, so. if Robo if Robo wins, it doesn't really matter where Islay win uh, finishes as long as it's ahead of Gabriel. But Take, those, but it'll be like either Medina or Italo that gets these trial wide cut. Wild yeah, cards. true, true, and true, true. As you know, there's no spot on earth where the wild cards have such an advantage at size than yeah, pipe. It's yeah. the gnarliest wild card. But the thing is. is, they're going to face each other in the seeding round. That's where it's changed this year. Seating round is like Gabriel Bendina might be facing, or probably will be facing someone like Jack Robbo, but then the seating round is going to make things different for the, the remainder of the event. Yeah, right. So it's all changed. Okay. In, in the past, you, you, Gabriel Bendina might face Jack Robbo and be eliminated, but oh, right. this year they'll be against each other in round one. Tabone, what do you got? I know, I know you're champion. Mate, Peter. it's it's the only event where a a wild card or an invitational surfer that gets a good result can be a major threat to the high seeds. So, if you look at the seeding round, Gabby Medina and Italo will will meet the first and second um, of, of the uh, pipe invitational. So that could be a Jack Robbo. It could be a Jamie O'Brien. So there's no pressure on those guys. It could be maxing pipe. Yep. I'm loving that scenario. I hope it plays out exactly like that. My heart is with Geordie, yep. but my head still goes with Gabby. Gabby has, has had the highest heat average at pipe over the last three years. And I think he's made the final three times in the last five years as well. Just looking at though, that heat draw, heat five and six looks like the heats where the wild cards are going to go in. And you've got Gabriel Medina in heat five along with William Cardoso and then the wild card. I mean, first and second go through to round three. Last, the third place goes to the elimination round. That just screams to me William Cardoso. And heat six, the same thing with Italy Freira and Michael Rodriguez. Michael Rodriguez to the elimination round. I mean, I guess the damage won't be done in the first round, as we know, Namu. Um, no, they've got to get deep into the event at this point to win the world title. So, um, all right, let's just go straight up. I want to hear Azzy and T-Bone. I want to hear your pipe winner and your world title winner. Well, I actually, uh, I'm with T-Bone. My heart is with Geordie. I'd yep. love to see yeah, I would the too. big Saffa. White chocolate, as he's known on uh, other podcasts. I'd like to see him get a bit of whatever they put in the chocolate in Indo to stop it melting. I hope he's 
had a bit of that. And uh, he can hold it together because I'd love to see Jordy win. Every he's chance, a legend. Every chance. I reckon he got fucking robbed last year at Pipe by that Medina Heat. Personally, it was they the both semis, got, wasn't it? Yeah, some like I can't remember. It was it was fucking sick. They both got sick ones, but I thought Jordy's was better. Uh, mate, I'd just love to see Jordy win. Um, All right, your heart I'd says that. Yeah, What's your head but, say? Oh, mate, my head. Ah, oh, look. I'm the worst guy at fantasy. We haven't even gone into my fantasy because I we'll just talk about that shortly. Yeah, I don't pick Brazos. I just can't do it. I'm just too patriotic. I can't. I can't help myself to my detriment because they yep. kill it. Good on them, but I just I don't want to be barracking for them because I just don't want to. So yeah, I'm going okay. for Geordie, mate. Oh, I'm a fucking idiot. I reckon Jack Robbo is going to win the trials and he's going to win the main event and uh yeah that's pretty left field but fuck is all that's what's going to happen because right, who best. wins the world title oh uh, yeah um i actually reckon it's going to be italo just from that one rolling yep. that i saw yeah, but I uh i want geordie okay t-bone. t-bone what do you got mate who's going to win the world title who's going to win the pipe masters who's going to win the kelly. world title kelly's going to win the pipe looking at the forecast mm. kelly's had the second highest heat average Obviously, Kelly's won seven Pipe Masters titles. How many's won seven? Seven, and obviously Kelly wants to go to wants to go to the Olympics. Well, we've talked about this, haven't we? So, yeah, Kelly apparently does want to go to the Olympics. Doesn't want to give you a spot up. Um, so Kelly's going to win the pipe. Gabby, I'm sorry, Adzi. Gabby's going to win the title. Gabby's going to win. He, he, he's much stronger. He's more proven than Italo. Chloe, unfortunately, Geordie. I'd love to see Geordie get up. I think Gabby is odds on. There's odds on. It's just the pressure situation of Gabby is, as everybody knows, he just he doesn't just handle it. He thrives in it. Yeah, he lo- he just absolutely thrives. Know, it's going to be nothing but pressure. It'll be big waves come down the line. And yeah, mate. I mean, I know what you're saying. It's so easy to agree with you because he just loves the pressure. But uh, yeah, who have you got, Amy? Um, that's one thing that we obviously need to mention is John John is going to be surfing the Pipe Masters because he wants that, obviously wants that Olympic spot. Um, but there are other, obviously Kelly, we've talked about Kelly, but Seth Moniz is another guy who, you know, lives, breathes, he's a pipe, he's a pipe specialist himself. I mean, he's a young bloke, but he's grown up on this, well, I think he's from Honolulu, but he's grown up in the, in the pipe. We've seen him at pipe, he absolutely tears the place apart. Gets big, big barrels. He could win the thing. He really could win the thing. And if he does, he's going to make the qualification for the Olympics regardless of what Kelly and John John do. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. If you look at the ratings, um, he's that 12th and Kelly's 10th. So the, um, he's out right of left there. field a bit when you think first Olympics and j- likes of John John and Andino and well, Slater, you're not really thinking Seth Manis. Well, so, I, yeah, think, I think you need to because can he can do it in all conditions. He's only a young bloke learning his craft and he's 12th in his first year. Uh, on the tour, so good luck to him. I've got, after after previous comments, we've got to get back in Johnny Boy Games. Good good books by saying, <laughs> "Go Seth Manis." I, I I love his surfing. Um, my my tip for the Pipe Masters is a win and a world title for Italo. I just think that he's. <laughs> You'll make Toddy happy. Bonus to spat his beer on the Mate, floor. And it's disbelief. got nothing to do with what I want. It's got. Everything to do with what I think it's going to turn out. Italo Ferreira is the most improved surfer in the world over the past five years. I agree. If, he, is if Jeep, you, he is the Jeep Lord leader. If you dispute that fact, have a look at where he's come from. He's come from absolutely nowhere five years ago to leading the world rankings. He wins events every year. 
he sits at pipe for about six weeks every year. And as he, what, what was mate? he? Was he in the title race last year? Has he experienced the pressure right. of a pipe world title showdown? So. I don't yeah. think so. But I don't I think he might have been like maybe on the him. outer. I don't but think it bugs him. This time it's front and center, mate. He's got the yellow jersey on. It's it's you know it's a lot more pressure this year. And yeah, yeah. Mate, I still I, absolutely yeah. psychological. He can, do it. he can do it. But in terms of what gnarly. he's been doing every day, is surfing pipe. And um, he's been surf- he's literally been surfing pipe for longer this season than anybody else. Apart you know who else could throw a spanner in the works? Who, mate? Is Baron Mamaya. Because yeah, well, he- obviously up-and-coming pipe specialist, one of the best out there at the moment, and coming off the back of a very strong QS campaign in Hawaii shows that he's got the competitive grit as well. If he gets a wild card in there, I'm not saying he can oh, win, but he is, might mate. rattle some he's cages. He is in heat eight, so yeah. he's in the invitational. Yeah, mate. I, he I would actually, cages, I would though. actually go a um, couple of points there. He didn't do so well in Hawaii after being in the top ten coming into Hawaii. He sort of lost his shit a bit. Did all right at Halle Eva, didn't he? Well, not, not enough to qualify. Yeah, he was in the true. he was in the top ten and then and then fell out. But now that the pressure for qualifying is off. Now that might be his time to shine because he's sort of going, all right, well, I've got nothing to lose here. I haven't qualified, but he will. He will qualify. Eventually. Down the track. Yep. Uh, he might just go, fuck it, and just absolutely pull in some big pits and do well. So, yeah, good – excuse me, good point. Um, so, I'm saying Italo will win the world title and the Pipe Masters. I just think that momentum is on his side and he's going to do very, very well. Um, so, yeah. There we go. Pipe Masters is starting in the next couple of days, and it's going to be amazing. Can't wait for it. The whole the whole year's been really good for surfing. Um, T Bone, what do you got, mate? Fantasy. Top tier, tier one, tier A. Fantasy. What have we got? John, John, and Gabby. John, John, and Gabby. Wow. Hopefully geez. the knee holds out. I, I just don't think he. He'll be coming in with that knee 110. percent It's it's not worth him. It's not worth him coming in if it's not. So, John right, John and Gabby's here for the second time today. I do not think that John John's uh, knee is going to be 100. percent He is coming off a knee reconstruction less than six months ago. So there's absolutely no way that he's been he's going to be 100. percent We'll soon find out. I've seen, we'll soon find I've seen out. some clips of him getting uh, pitted off well, his yeah, head. That, that's the thing, though. I mean, look how innocuous that Brazil, um, at Brazil, that was, you know, it was a solid wave, but he absolutely destroyed his knee on a flyaway sort of thing. I, I think a lot of people probably won't put him in this team. Well, not a lot, but I think some people will think like yourself, Nemo, yep. and think the injury may prevail and, and, and he may sort of not go to the 110% that as we know but yeah talk about a wild card in the pack there's Fucking no hell. way his knee can be 100% no way like I've done knees I'm yep. sure his doctors were better than mine and his ability to rehab him were a million times better than mine but they're fucked up knees man when you do a bad knee you can't yeah, bounce terrible. back in six months like but he has and we've seen the footage of him um, at I've seen pipe. one wave of him getting yeah, a little well, pit at like it. Well, it wasn't pipe, it was somewhere. It was a sick 
pit. I think it's pipe. Drop. But just pipe. remember, paddling out at Maxim Pipe is just another day for John John Florence. Yeah. Just another day. <laughs> and he probably it is knows he's not going to wipe out and all he's got to do is get a barrel and not do any turns, so maybe he can wing it. But Which he probably could, but I just, I'm just saying he's, his knee can't be 100%. It just can't be. There's no way. But he's doing it anyway and he, he still might win. So, And I hope he does because we all love John John. Now, the wild card there in terms of John John's knee is that we've all seen it before. We've probably, I know that you guys have probably had knee reconstructions. I haven't. But an ACL is a fucking, it's a, it's a, base, of a base of an injury and it can be redone. Easy. So, so innocuously. Like you might just do a bottom turn and I mean, look at Nick, Nick Nat Nui last year when he did his. It didn't, it didn't look like he did anything and all of a sudden snapped his ACL. He's six foot 10 and got 120 kilos <laughs> rolling off the bloody thing. But John, still, John, I'm, John I'm John's probably 60 kilos wet. So, yeah. um, <laughs> but mate, knees, they're gnarly. And you just, I agree with you, Namu. You could easily pop it again. Yeah, I, I say this because I haven't I got it in my team. Um, I bloody hope he doesn't. So, looking at my team, I've got uh, Gabby Medina, Italo. Uh, my tier two is Jeremy Flores, um, Zeke Lau, Kelly Slater, and Jules Wilson. And in my, ah, oh, that's not even my my tiers. I don't know what's going on there. Um, mate, my picks. I'm just going to click on that. All right, so I've got Italo and Gabby, Kelly, Jules, Seth, and Jeremy. And then in tier three, I've got Jean Deroux and Zeke Lau. I think Jean Deroux is pretty underrated at pipe. He's a Frenchman and he fucking takes anything he on. Could put, he could quite possibly re-qualify again this year with the conditions. It yeah. could be a pipe sort of swell. He does tend to do it every year, doesn't he? So at some point, he's going to have a bit of bad luck and not not get through that way. But um, um, yeah, so there you go. How, so T Bone, I know that you're in the uh, the uh, pretty exclusive coastal life surf shot leg. How, <laughs> how, how how do you think you're going to go, mate? You're going to win the leg, or well, not? I've got a few points to to make up on was boys, but I think I can do it. Is that was boys from coastal life surf shot That's for it, all mate. your surfing needs in Bustleton? I mean, I mean, I think I think everyone will go the very similar picks. though. pipes, you're going to go with all the pipe specialists. Whoever's had the great results at pipe, I think you've got to throw a few hail marys out there to, to um, get a few extra points this year. Yeah, yeah. My hail marys, oh, I don't really have any to be honest. I've gone ex pipe masters. I've gone Jeremy. I've gone Julian. I've gone Kelly. I've gone Gabby. I've gone. Seth needs so yeah, I, I need to need to mix it up. I'm not going to tell tell was this right now, but I'm going to mix it up and hopefully I'll get the wind on the coastal life. Surf. Speaking of was boys, Warren boys from Coastal Life Surf Shop, mate, he was on a fucking tear at the single fin, wasn't he? Oh mate, look, I might have overstepped the mark at the presentations regarding really? old. There, uh, well, look, I'd had a fair few by then, and uh, couple of yeah, feeling pretty vocal. Uh, and I was talking to me old mate Alfie Cater, and we were as you, you know, do, as you do, man. Alfie, we're just sinking tins after the prezos. Yep. And uh, me and Alfie are like, mate, fucking was it won that thing? Really? Yeah. Look, yeah. And look, that's just coming from a couple of parrots up in the bloody couple of parrots <laughs> up in the oak trees. <laughs> you know, who were probably drinking more beers than they were looking at the waves. Even though we loved it, we loved the yeah. We were watching, but Jesus, sun's in your eyes, you know. <laughs> 
who know the color you know green becomes yellow and but whatever mate Waza was mixing it with jay davies and taj and ant-man he was fucking mixing it and uh he used to have a pizza shop and uh we were just like mate Pink he's pig. dishing us up hawaiians we need the full supreme with extra chorizo like what about the piglet special yeah mate oh, the, but <laughs> he needed something special the piglet special was good but he needed something the extra Godfather. We're like, mate, he, he needs to deliver just that. He's holding. And then in the closing minute, big right hander just tore the bag out. It brought the house down, mate. Was. And it was just like, he's done it. He's delivered the chorizo work special family size to the masses. And uh, and Alfie's like, yeah, he won it. And, and look, I don't know if he won it or not. Who bloody knows? I mean, Taj won it. So, yeah, obviously, Taj can win anything. He can surf, can't but he? But I one? believe Alfie egged he's, me on. Mate, Taj Burrow. Yeah. He's a young bloke, got a good future. <laughs> he does, yeah, he's a good young kid. Good young kid. But Alfie good may or may not have said, Adzi, you should go up there, take the microphone off the band and yell at the pub that we Ooh, think was a one. You can't do that. Well, I did. Did you? Yeah. That's exactly what we expect. <laughs> of. But anyway, he's the people's champion, was it? And uh, whether he won or not, TB won and uh, we all love TB, we all love JD and we all love Big Pig Wazza. I'll tell you what, there's a good good local sort of uh, crew of surfers in this area in southwest of Western Australia. Hashtag Western Australia, whatever the tourism slogan is. It was Alfie's fault. I'm just blaming him <laughs> on Alfie. Yeah. Mate, most things can be taken back to Alfie being <laughs> his fault. Um, oh, big, big bad. Oh, we've got to try drink that one, uh, Adzi, because we've got to try this one here. It oh. is the Rocky Ridge Rock Juice. Oh, love a good bit of Rocky Ridge. Another All right, so this one here is the uh, flagship no, Rock Juice. Yeah, mate. T-Bone, have a little try of this one. I'm loving the artwork on the can. Mate, I like their artwork. It's uh, good branding. Very good stuff. As I mentioned to Namu earlier, I've fallen in love with their uh, Ace Pale Ale, Rocky Ridge Ace Pale Ale. Absolute Jats cracker of a beer. Love it. Jats cracker. What is that one? The Ace Paler. All right. So this is the Rocky Ridge uh, Rock Juice. Rock Juice. Does that mean we go to the gym after this, mate? Mate. Well, we're on the rock. We're talking about the rock. Talking about the rock. Talking about Hawaii. juice over there, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? All right. So have a a little taste of this one, boys, and see what you think. Of course, brought to you by Dunsborough Sellers, Jeff Davies, and... His team there, including Brady Nicholson. I was, I'm actually, uh, Jeff Davies used to be a big part of the single fin. He still sponsors it. Does he? Uh, he used to go in it. Yeah, okay. Uh, he's a bloody legend. He's um, a silent assassin, old Jeff. Comes across as this real quiet dude, mate. Really? Oh, a couple never, of years. Yeah. No, I've never, come, I've never thought of Jeff as a quiet guy. Oh, well, look, no, he's got the perfect balance of being respectable community guy and... Uh, you know, when you're back at Ant Man Shed at midnight, and he's, he can see, he can mix it with the best of them. What do you got there, T Bone? Holy shit! Ten point five percent, mate. It's called rock juice. What the fuck do you expect? <laughs> Adzi, is that a mid strength to you? Uh, no, that's what I like to classify as a full strength. <laughs> Fucking thank fuck for that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good one, Ripper. You're good for you, Rocky Ridge. Uh, yeah. Nice one. All right. Well, we know how the percentage of alcohol is. What's it taste like? They mask the alcohol well really with well a great blend of flavors. Yeah, which is the key really to a well strong balanced. beer. Exactly. Agreed. Exactly. Yeah. You've got your um this this for me is in that sort of um you got your rock juice, you got your tusk. You know the tusk? Yeah, I can't think of who does that. 
but it's one of those big 10 percenters and it's um brewed once a year i think um yeah i can i can this is really well balanced for a 10 percent beer anyway it's bloody good it tastes good I'm, I'm happy with it we are just about wrapping up here on barrel surf podcast it's been an absolute belter of an episode i can't wait to put this out for everyone to have a listen to um we've got to touch on one last thing we like to finish on the Curios Cup. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And this is dedicated to our friend Nick Curios, who is an absolute, Wanker. absolute fucking pillock and spanker. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, he he's in, he's yeah, he's he's yeah. Anyway, um, anyway. T Bone, what's your nomination for this week's Curios Cup? Well, yeah, fuck, it's pretty pretty simple, mate. Zeke pretty straightforward. Okay. I don't know the full facts, Namu, and I know the younger generation like to voice their opinion using social media. But when something doesn't go your way, and then first thing you do is is, is thank the opposition. Thank the opposition. Congratulations. And then the second the second moment. You, you you make a post on social media that you're unhappy about it. No good. Yeah, it's why do that? Why do that? Why don't you go directly to the WSL and and and, and raise your issue? Say, listen, the, the like the ruling is 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 a little bit vague. Need some clarity. Can we review that? Do that first, seek. Did you do that first? Uh, well, See, I was about to disagree with you on like the. And then I, and then as you went on, I did agree with you because, unfortunately, what, what part were you disagreeing with that? Well, uh, that he complained in the first place. Because to be perfectly bloody honest, when I saw what happened as I was watching it live yeah. or listening to it through my headphones while I was at work, um, when I looked at it, I was, my heart sank because like, mate, interference, he's done. Like, he's yeah, okay, cool. like. He's got every right, and so I was like, not agreeing with T Bone that he didn't have the right to bring it up. Because as much as I'm the biggest, the biggest Jack Robbo fan in the world, my heart sank because I thought he's done here. He bloody interfe- he would have made that barrel. But the bit that I did agree with, as T Bone went went on, is that yeah, fuck Instagram. There's no need to crap oh, on about it there. God damn Even it. though he actually yeah. did it quite respectfully. I like the way that he did do it. You know, mentioned, didn't mention Jack Robbo's name. It was always Surfer and Surfing White and all, White, yeah. all that stuff. But um, he didn't need to do that. What he should have done is exactly what T-Bone said. Be a man and don't whinge to your fans, but just go and talk to the powers that be in a adult manner as a man and go, look, this is the deal. Because all you're going to do is come across... As a whinging loser, as a you know, like yeah. you know, by putting it out there on Insty, um, mate, he's got a case. I mean, yeah, he has got a case, and I guess the WSL have got to probably clarify in their ruling about um, about that that interference scenario. Court, that scenario, yeah. it sounds like it's not very clear. It sounds like it needs to be cleared up. I mean, yeah. I watched it. Yeah, I I agree with every point he's making, but. Yeah, I mean, this everyone in the surfing, everyone that follows surfing has seen the footage. Everyone has seen Zeke's reaction. Yeah. I think most people are of the opinion that um, he was interfered. Everyone can say he's interfered with. Yeah. However, two points that I want to make there is that number one, 
the WSL should have scored the wave high because it actually does come out of the barrel. Yeah. So give, give him a, a six point five, whatever it might be. Yeah, seven point. Move on. Move on with it. Move on with this. Win with the heat. So WSL is in in error there. Number one. Number two. Yeah, go speak to the WSL about it. Don't go on fucking Instagram. I mean, yeah. he should know the reaction that Gabriel Medina had. I mean, these guys are professional surfers. Sponsorship is everything. Public perception of this situation for Zeke is fucking terrible. I mean, everyone thinks, oh, God, what a goddamn winger. No one's going to be buying products that he's promoting because of that. So it's just a really bad look for him as far as I'm concerned. I mean, social media is a great way to to influence and a lot of sporting people use social media to to influence, you know, young people and old people. I mean, I I had a bit of a look, Namu, on, on sporting influences and... Ronaldo, 192 million followers. You think he's got a little bit of influence? Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo. yep. Um, if we look at the surfing uh, uh, influences, Gabby Medina, I think, has got 8 million followers. So we talked about that um, interference he had with Zeke, uh, not Zeke Lau, with... Um, Charles Belly? No, yeah, Charles Belly before. I mean... It, Charles Belly? It goes crazy. It goes crazy. Yeah. No, I just don't think it's the the right way to go about it. It's irresponsible to a certain extent, and it is probably not the smartest move in terms of um, moving forward. If Roger Federer loses three sets in a row, does he get on Instagram? He certainly does not. If he sees a bad line call or you know, I tell you who would go on Instagram fault about or something. It. Curious. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. That's and why we named this segment. John McEnroe. Well. I don't know if John McEnroe would go on Instagram. He just, nah, but he'd fucking just go give to town. Serve. Just go, no yeah, pun give, give everyone a surf at um, at the actual event. All right. No, look, mate, he's got a case, but at the end of the day, every single person in the world, surfing world, could see black and white that Jack Robbo was just undeniably yeah, I don't by know. far the best surfer at sunset. Whether or not it changed, changed. I, I think probably at the end of the day, Zeke Lau's just gone, fucking hell, I've missed out qualification by one one spot. Well, not yet. Yeah. I mean, he's still got the pipe yeah. surf. Bring it, mate. I hope he well, qualifies right. That's right. through pipe. At this point, he's in my you team. So. I hope he does. Yeah. Uh, he's got Jake the Snake as his coach. Um, he's the Hawaiian muscle guy. I mean, Zeke has a history of being a Hawaiian tough guy in the surf. You know that time he hassled John John out? Yeah. That was pushing the rules and yeah, look, it's a grey area what happened, but I think it was up to the judges' discretion as to whether it was an influence. Yeah, in, they said no. And so they said move no. On. They should have scored it a make. There's no doubt about that. They should have scored a make. They should have scored it a make and gone, oh, that was a seven point tube and you couldn't you know have what? a turn. We'll give you eight. Just get the pipe and dominate and show yeah, us what you made of. That's um mate, Robbo, you can't have Pancho and Ross say it's the best sunset performance they've yep. ever seen in their life. You can't take that away from Robbo. So you just can't. No, you can't. You, you can't take it back. No. You know? So look, at the end of the day, it's not the right way to do it. But I read the entire post and he was sort of polite. And at least he waited a couple of days. He didn't like do it that night. So, you know, because Jack Robbo surely would have been having a kick-ass party on the rock. He would have woken up dustier than a midget's windowsill, I would imagine. Definitely would have. <laughs> and, uh, and so he should. Um, 
So I'm glad that he didn't like bust it out that night. And, you know, so Jack Robbo's sitting there all pissed at one in the morning, feeling the best he's ever felt and then read that and got all nego. So that's, that's a good thing. I'm glad he waited a couple of days. Um, yeah. But I don't think any, it's too, it's too far gone for anything to become of it. Isn't that too much? Yeah, for sure, mate. Like the only point I want to make is um, when, you, when you're a professional sportsman, you don't need to go to social media first. I'm not saying, I don't know whether he went to WSL first, but. Yeah, he could have done. He could have done, but um, he, he obviously um, presented a, a lot of valid facts. And, and, and at the end of the day, it, it, it's um, it's highlighted something the WSL that they need to clear up for, for the next season. So we don't yeah, have this, I'm sure, I'm this sure issue there'll be before. Some, there'll be some yeah. massive ramifications, right? Zeke yeah, Lauer yeah, wants to get back on tour. Zeke, even though we're nominating you for the Curios Cup, mate... We, Best of luck for the Pipe Masters because we'd love to see you back on tour. You got a bit of fire in the belly, and that's what we love in the Barrel Podcast. Bit of fire in the belly makes things a bit interesting. So best best of luck for the Pipe Masters to you. The other the other point that I will quickly make um, about this is that I tell you what, it's got everyone talking. Zeke Lau uh, at Sunset, it's got his uh, response there. It's got everyone talking, and that's I'm sure the WSL absolutely fucking stoked about that. Imagine if Jack Robbo wins the trials, gets in up against Zeke Lauer. Oh, Nelly, wouldn't that be worth watching? Oh, Johnny will be on the beach just trying to punch out Jody (laughs) Cooper like no tomorrow. (laughs) He will indeed. All right, well, tell you what, we've had an absolute bumper episode today on Barrel Surf Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate the support. Um, jump on iTunes and give us a rating, a review uh, if you're enjoying the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. T-Bone, thanks for being a part of, well, thanks for being on the Barrel Podcast as usual, mate. Absolutely love this episode, mate. Good stuff, T-Bone. And we've had Ads Kennedy joining us on the podcast today. Thanks, Adzi. Mate, thanks for having me in, boys. T-Bone and Namu, bloody legends. I've had so much fun coming here. Saturday Arvo, a couple of beers and talking surfing. Mate, three Life sheets. is good, man. <laughs> I reckon we'll be doing this again. We will be doing this again. Thanks for the support from uh, Dunsborough Sellers and everyone else. We've also had uh, Raw Life Juice supporters for this episode. Look forward to bringing you the Pipeline Wrap and the World Title Wrap, which will be coming up shortly after the conclusion of the event. And uh, have a great week or two. Ciao for now. Mate, one last thing. Sorry. Adzi, Do you have you an got? Instagram thing for Barrel Podcast oh, or anything shit. like that? I keep forgetting to do this. Check out Barrel Surf Podcast on Instagram. We are there. We're ready for your follows and uh, yeah, hopefully some good content. Because what I was thinking, I should fucking get a still image of that uh, wave of Ant-Mans that I was banging on about, which is the single greatest thing I've ever seen in surfing, and put it on your Barrel Surf Podcast so everyone can do it. get a bit of visuals to the story that I told. Mate, sounds amazing. We will do that. We'll also put up a couple of photos from the uh, recording today and uh, we'll catch you soon. Cheers. You. You. Uh, 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 uh,